Welcome to The Ether. Today is Sunday, March 6, 2022. This episode of The Ether is brought to you by WeFund. WeFund is a community crowdfunding cross-chain incubator on Terra, and it's the first launchpad that implements a milestone funding release system to protect investors. All money raised for projects is deposited in Anchor Protocol, and it's refundable, and all decisions are based on community voting power. WeFund is community-focused and designed to be a user-friendly experience for both project creators and investors. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the Telegram for more information. Links are in the show notes and check them out online at WeFund.app. This episode of the Ether is also brought to you by Orbital Command, a community validator on Terra dedicated to educating, expanding, and promoting the lunatic community. Take advantage of their Terra Luna Intel report on Telegram, which brings you the hottest news and updates on all things Terra each and every day. Find it using the link in the show notes. You can also support their community efforts by considering them next time you're delegating or redelegating your Luna. Find out more at orbitalcommand.io. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. Today on the Ether, it's IBC Gang Sundays with Cosmos Haas NFTs talking about the metaverse, dropping some alpha, and more. Let's take a listen. Hello, everyone. It can be a good show today. I'm going to have a couple of people speak about some NFTs and a guy from a team from Asset Mantle stopping by to discuss their roadmap and airdrop and everything like that. So it's a lot going on, man. Dude, it's it's insane how much stuff is going on. Yeah, it's crazy. Super crazy. There was a good space last night that you missed um, with Steffi and Lucky. That was great. I had to listen into it. I haven't had a chance this morning to listen to it. I'm literally just waking up. I woke up like maybe about 40 minutes ago. That's crazy. Yeah, today's like kind of like my sleep day. It's essentially the only day out of the week where I get to sleep in and I don't set my alarm and I just wake up whenever I wake up. But it's still early. I mean, typically Monday through Saturday. Regardless if I have a alarm on or not, I'm up, bef- you know, well before eight o'clock. And then uh, it's like the same thing unless I'm like medicated or something. Or if I take like a- the only time I can sleep in sleep in is if I take a Benadryl. If I take a Benadryl, I'm out like I'll get up like there could be a bomb outside and I probably wouldn't hear it. But other than that, I'm I'm essentially the lightest sleeper in the world. It's so frustrating, really. And then once I'm up, I'm up. I can never, never, ever go back to sleep. My mind just starts going, thinking about what I need to do for the day or what do I need to get accomplished and just start thinking about crypto immediately. (laughs) I can't go back to sleep. It sucks. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, man. Uh, Hey, before we start the show, I wanted to ask you um, for the giveaway for the uh, six Osmo, how many winners for that one and then how many winners for the uh, Wawa? 
Give away. We'll do do three, I guess. Two, two, and two for um the Osmo. And then Okay. The Wow Wow we can do mm, at least four, I mean, because that'll be evenly twenty five hundred. The pod. Yeah. And then I was thinking about doing something randomly throughout the show, potentially where um we'll also the the Dow will do like a ten thousand additional on top of that, but I'm not quite sure exactly what that'll be. Maybe it'll be something throughout the show. Hey, if you're listening, you know, tweet at um the Chihuahua community Dow your favorite number, you know, something random. That might not be what it is because it is what it is, but you know, then I'll just look at it and randomly do the uh, Twitter picker and possibly give out another 10 K on top of that to at least two or three more people or something like that. All right. I'm going to get that giveaway bot set up here in our discord. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we'll get that going. So I got the meta in here. Let me invite to speak. Yeah, man, I'm so into her. We got another, in case you guys don't know, there's a lot of moving parts behind the scenes with Chihuahua. I try to stay impartial. I do help out with the community DAO. So, like, this is, I don't know, our fifth, my fifth show. And I don't even really think I ever spoke in depth about Chihuahua because I don't want to seem like I'm just showing our, our favorite meme coin out here. But there's a lot, there's a lot of moving parts in the, in the right direction, so to speak. I believe it, dude. I definitely believe it. We got... A few things going on right now. If you guys check the Commonwealth, I should probably put the link up. There's a potential deal with Passage to have a metaverse, like our own, literally our own world. And uh, it'll be pretty big. It'll be pretty cool to. I think that's the next step with NFTs in general is being able to take your your customized, you know, NFT and and use it in a real world like game applications and stuff like that, like uh, Ready Player One, so to speak. I think that's going to happen eventually. Oh, yeah. And when we, I think it was maybe two weeks ago, we had Carter on. Well, Carter just stopped by randomly. It was talking about the computing power, and we might be years away from having it fully decentralized and all that. So maybe we'll find a, um, not a workaround, but a, a, an agreement to, to be with, um, Decentralized players too, because so I think that it'll, it'll probably be too much on the system right now for it to be completely encrypted, so to speak, because that would take a lot of computing power. But it would be sick to see, though, for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. It's just we, especially in America, we just need to figure out these computer chips, man. It's just the shortages. It's too much. You legit can't even get anything, you know? And then not only that, if you need a vehicle, you can't get a vehicle because of those outages. There's just no, there's no chips. It's crazy, man. I drove by this. Uh, where I live at, there's like all kind of um, car dealerships. It's unbelievable how many there are in my area. And some of them, I mean, I don't know, like pre-COVID, they probably had no exaggeration, you know, they say one dealership might have had 10, 15,000 cars in, in the lot. Like, it's like a gigantic lot. And I rolled by last night. I don't know, man. There might have been a couple, maybe a hundred or so in the whole lot. And they're probably already taken. Like, they're just waiting for someone to come pick them up. You got to figure it out. All right. So I invited 
Metawawa and uh, Zydex to, to speak about the project. If you guys got my invite, um, they're in the chat. I don't see them as speakers though. Yeah, I invited them too, just in case okay. something happened on your end. Let's bring them up. And good morning, everybody. Good morning. Get your coffee. Get your coffee. Yeah, thanks for stopping by. Kind of keep this uh, segment today primarily about NFTs, but wherever it goes, it goes. Degenning, strategies. Um, oh, this Evmos launch is quite frustrating for a lot of us, I assume. Oh, my gosh. Especially for me, too, man. Like, I, I can't, can't can't stake my tokens like i already claimed them dude but i cannot stake them i can't vote for a, any proposals yet it's a so it's pretty frustrating dude yeah so i feel for everyone i i knew the workaround right away and i know the i don't want to say i know things but the basically uh, the way the deviation paths work with the communications i knew that ledgers were gonna prioritize metamask first and, which People don't realize what Evmos is trying to do. They're te they're technically using we'll just say communications. They're using a language that prioritizes ETH because that's the whole premise is to get Ethereum DApps over to the Cosmos ecosystem. So they wanted to make it seamless as possible. And uh, so with the, with the ledger, it produced two addresses, you know, Evmos addresses. And if you didn't have the Evmos beta on your Kepler and you sent it to, if you like went on the, um, oh, I don't know what this, the, 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 the gotrec.com and your address may have been different. And then some people were sending their, you know, their Osmo to that address. And what that essentially did was that major, that's where the tokens are at. And then if <laughs> you don't have access to them right now, because it's not the right address. So then you're kind of just beat. And, um, they're work obviously they're going to work on that but you know i don't know how hard or difficult that is for them i, I would think they would have knew this going into it but you know sometimes the ledgers are kind of a pain in the ass yeah and like you know there's there's been some posts on on twitter saying like um you know if you do this work around by importing your seed phrase it might work i i personally wouldn't recommend anybody doing that if you have, if you've never put your seed phrase um anywhere in the computer just just keep it just keep it away from the computer and just wait for a fix yeah never this is the thing about ledgers so like if you're really good with computers you technically don't need a ledger uh, for security purposes but i always advise people that are newer to crypto or just not really well you know off so to speak with computer tech and knowledge to always use the ledger and having said that, if you do have a ledger, I would never advise putting your seed phrase for your ledger anywhere on the computer. I don't care if it's a trusted site or not. I, that's just the way I would approach that type of thing because it's kind of just defeats the purpose of having a ledger if you put your seed phrase anywhere on the internet, so to speak. So never do that. So just wait. Unfortunately, I'm sure they'll they'll do something to yeah recompensate. The people that aren't partaking in, in these juicy staking rewards like myself, um, you know, they're very, I didn't do the calculations, but they're, it's pretty wild right now. It's kind of, it reminds me of when, when Osmos first listed and launched and how crazy the APR is. Dude, please don't rub it in. <laughs> every time I, every time I hear somebody talk about it, 
Like, yeah, the rewards are so juicy. I'm like, oh my gosh. Hey, but but I'm staking them all to our our validator. So I mean, oh hell it's, yeah, it is what it is. It's like I'm I'm rewarding myself. So <laughs> so this, yeah. but uh, yeah, man. I I think I think it's gonna be big. You know, it's just they probably should have knew this. I mean, a lot. I don't know how many percentage of people use ledgers but they they should definitely i think they should go for all the launches i think stars had an issue as well when they first launched their token and and unfortunately this kind of messed my dgen game up because i had stuff all i had so many different um pools unbonded and positions unbonded waiting to just fomo into evmos and i honestly it could be i hate to say but it may end up being a, a, another week or two for them to even put get on to uh osmosis because they have to figure this out before they list the token on it oh. you know so it's it's kind of a, a mess and i actually my strategy for anyone out there because i know a lot of people are like who still stakes osmo i still stake a lot of osmo like i just end up just staking most of it because i'm tired of of splitting it in half with some of these other tokens when i think osmosis is like pretty stable for the for the price point and everything so I'm not trying to some of these other tokens I've been farming. I don't really want any more of them at the moment. So I kind of just said, you know what? I'm going to stake pretty much all these Osmos. Just go from there. All right. Let me invite these guys again. I don't know if they're having a problem. No problem. Take your Vitex, time. Meta. Wait to speak. They DM me on, on Telegram. So maybe they're having a problem. I'm gonna pin the um the tweet up here to the top about the giveaway because I'm about I'm about to start that giveaway so just give me a few more minutes. Do you have the Osmo over there? Uh yeah, let me check. You sent it over this morning, right? No, actually, I don't think it did. I I, I just wanted you to confirm the address again because I I have too many addresses. I didn't want to send it to the wrong one. <laughs> yeah, I'll check, man. Like even doing giveaways, man. It just there's a lot of stuff that goes behind everything. You gotta double check people's address. Gotta make sure they're not scammers. Gotta make sure that you DM them first. Cause dude, yeah. So many scammers on Twitter try to like DM you first. And you're like, oh uh, hey, what's up? You know? Yeah, total disclaimer, the last giveaway I did end up getting scammed out of four Osmo, but it is what it is. I just ate it like a champ. But uh it was crazy. We did the giveaway, and I posted the winners. I'll never do it again. I'll just actually just DM everyone individually because that'll just be the easiest way because then obviously a scammer is not going to be the one and then literally impersonate. But this is how clever they were. They they made it like a clone account instantaneously and then DM'd me within 10 minutes, and it was exactly the same profile. And, like, I mean, I wasn't – I'm too busy to sit there and look at all the tweets and all that, but – it was crazy. It was like the identical username, the tag, except for like the one was an L. And unless you were, you know, you had a bunch of time and analyzed it, you'd have been, oh, this is a scam. So I've sent the four over and then the, the actual winner DM me probably about 20 minutes later, like, hey, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm grateful I won. And then I looked at his account and I'm like, oh, man, whatever. And that scammer got me for four Osmo. But I guess. <sighs> I guess if you're that dedicated and, and that, like, you just want four Osmo that bad, then I guess you earned it. Congrats, bro. Like, you're, you're awesome. <laughs> and it keeps happening and happening because, you know, the the the, the, the uh, scammers keep winning, dude. 
it's unfortunate, but hey. So while we're waiting, I guess uh, these guys are newer to Twitter space. But I, hey, G, you want something? You want to talk? Uh, he just dropped down. He has really bad connection. He's out in California somewhere, and uh, I used to love his shows, and I highly recommend him. But he he would just like he'd be doing a live show, and it, it was just, <laughs> he was you know we would lose him. He would go into outer space somewhere. Good old California internet. Here we go. He's connecting now. What's going on, bro? How you doing? For the Cosmos ecosystem, dude, what's going on? And Superfluid staking launching. I mean, I think this is just the beginning of uh, more incentives towards Adam and, and Osmo holders. Um, it's looking great. Yeah, man. It's exciting times. I, I told the guys a couple of times during the shows that I, I found Osmosis through you. So I'm like literally uh, indebted to you for life now because it's been so, such a life changer. And I don't, I probably would end up finding it eventually, but not that during that time frame because I remember uh, it was probably a week or so after Osmosis launched, and I was watching his, his show. And I highly recommend it. It's not always just going to be IBC based, but he does the the research on you know it's like you're hanging out with him, and he literally has all his screens up and a million tabs like myself, and he's doing all the research. <laughs> On the on this show, and he finds out you know he finds out stuff, and his thing is you know obviously it's not financial advice, but he finds a lot of good good deals so to speak. And uh, I remember the show specifically, you were having a bunch of stuff on, and I was I, I messaged you in the YouTube, and I asked you like, hey, outside the top two hundred, what token are you you know looking at right now? And like instantaneously, you were like osmosis. So then I wrote it down like old school on a piece of paper, and then you know I finished the show and. I I just started doing the the, the dive down the, the rabbit hole, so to speak, and then I was like, "Hey, who's what's Osmosis, and um, who's the team?" And then you know, I just went down that, and I'm like, "Yeah, this this is legit." So I didn't go all in right away, but you know, I got my feet wet, and then over time, I just became I want to say like an IBC maxi because I found out about the tech and I was using it, and I was so used to transactions failing and just not not a good user experience, so to speak. And then as soon as I started using Osmosis and send an atom over i'm like man where have i been my whole life so i really thank you so much for that i hear you man and um yeah that we were lucky to come across across cosmos before you know the ibc was launched and um you know trying to bring awareness about osmo to people and juno too i remember getting hyped up for juno and you know just being like hey guys don't sleep on juno that's coming i mean get in early uh interoperable smart contracts and all that stuff you know so um, I appreciate that though, man. Yeah, I miss those high APY days for Osmo, man. I miss those triple digit high AP, APY days. I know it was crazy. I remember when I first got on there, I'm like, this has to be a scam. Like, there's no way this is legit. And I was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm willing, I was like, I said to myself, I'm I'm willing to lose this much right here. You know, that much that might have been a lot for some or little for others, but I'm like, I'm willing to lose all this because I'm just going to go for it. And then over time. You know, just kept going and just meeting the community and in the backing and seeing what the you know the technology and all the teams. I'm like, yeah, this is legit. So I eventually, I'm not gonna lie, I'm pretty much all IBC right now. I'm, I have a, I still have. Some, I don't blame you. I still have some XRP and some others. I just, I want everyone to win. Obviously, I don't want. I would never even Ethereum. Like I, I still have a little bit, but it probably cost me too much to even do anything with it. So I just leave it there. But I, uh, yeah, I just. I, I don't have enough time for all those other ecos, but I do want everyone to succeed. It's not like I'm like, hey, I only want IBC to, to win and everyone else no. But 
Yeah, man. I mean, the, the great thing with IBC is like you, you already have like a, cause you already have so many silos and all these like uh, ecosystems that are trying to build their own things like Algorand and AVAX and all that stuff, but they're going to be coming over to IBC sometime in the future. It's been confirmed. Solana is going to be IBC enabled in the future too. So like this inter blockchain communication thing is the best example of cross chain interoperability in the space so it makes sense that the big wigs are like well you know if you can't beat them join them you know yeah it's it's crazy i wrote a piece back in november just like having some fun on medium and i predicted and i'm sure others probably predicted this as well but i think there's going to be at least about 150 blockchains by the end of this year and it might pass that but just connected to ibc because it like you just said it just make it technically would make no sense not to because you know, why, it's a win-win for everybody exactly I, I try to like give examples to people it's like you know you're on a stranded island you can't communicate but if you enable this code that basically you can send send um information and send resources to one another like why wouldn't you want to do that so yeah man it's 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 exciting time and people on the show you have to also remember that the technology is new so you will have days every once in a blue moon where you know one of the relayers are down and you just have to be patient it's not it's not a 100% it's never going to have any issues and ne never needs upgrades and things of that nature. Because I know recently, I think yesterday, there was an issue with the the big the big relayer, which is obviously Cosmos, the Osmosis and back and forth. And some of those transactions were pending. And, you know, the great thing is, is that it's always going to be refunded back to the original destination. So just got to. Yeah. <laughs> And and anyways, I just wanted to say thanks for having me on, dude. I hope to join more of the spaces in the future. But yeah, just wanted to give you a shout out and uh, appreciate it. Yeah, man. Thanks a lot. And everyone in here, I really highly suggest you go follow him uh, and, and watch some of the shows. They're really good. And uh, obviously, I got here at my timing, uh, you know, just from watching the show. And what's great about his show is he's not a shiller, you know, like, he just he he speaks from the heart and he does his research and th that's the type of people that I like to follow on Twitter are the ones that I can relate with and you could tell they're sincere and they're doing their homework and they're they're honest about stuff you know none of his information's financial advice you always got to take your own you know we're all adults you got to do what you got to do and take responsibilities for your own actions but I mean his information was so valuable and you never know like you might just tune into his show or someone else's show. And it might change your life. It changed my life. So I'm always grateful for that. Thanks, Cosmos House. I'll see you in the next one, man. Appreciate All you. Right, take care, bro. Have a good day. Thanks for stopping by. Hey, Greg, you got something to say? Yo, yo. Hey, everybody. <clears throat> thanks for uh, thanks for continuing to host these on Sundays. It's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, I just wanted to I just wanted to take a moment to shout out and you know this is a disclaimer. This is a little bit of a little bit of a shell, kinda. Um, yeah, bub. Just a second. You got my. Nah, I think you should wear those, not Sylvie. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. So. <clears throat> oh, but well, I think they're yours, though. <laughs> a life sun Sunday Sunday at at the at Gregory's spot. Um. So, I just wanted to l let everybody know we're about to be launching an interchain carbon credit in cooperation with the osmosis community. And I'm super stoked about it. And I, I thought it'd be cool to just share a little bit, you know, for folks who are interested in sort of the more altruistic side of things and the, the depth of, of what happens in the cosmos ecosystem. This is a really big deal. We're gonna be able to start auto, 
offsetting carbon emissions. But beyond the altruism, you know, carbon is actually a really fantastic asset class. You know, it's sort of an emerging new form of value to be able to remove carbon out of the atmosphere, store it into ecosystems, quantify that. And MakerDAO, Cello, been chatting with Zaki and others about Run. A bunch of um, stable coins are going to be using this uh, to collateralize their new money systems. And I gave, I gave a talk about this at the Cosmoverse. But this is like coming down the pike. There's governance proposals. There's a pretty uh, new forum post in the Osmosis forum about this. And um, yeah, I just wanted to like give everybody the heads up. Obviously, there's going to be sort of a whole community process around the launch over the next few weeks. But um, I couldn't be more stoked to have an IBC enabled token that represents uh, carbon as a carbon offset credit. So pretty, pretty amped. That's awesome, man. So I think I know what I'm doing with my rewards today. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. So there's going to be a region uh, carbon um, pool, right? And obviously this needs to go through governance, but that pool should have matching region and osmosis rewards. And then I think we're going to be working on upping the region and osmosis rewards on the Osmo region pair as well. And part of the aim here is to just build a depth of liquidity around this new interchain carbon asset so that we have, uh, you know, as a community, we have access to that, you know, at a pretty stable price point to be doing all of the, the work that needs to be done. So there's, you know, there's this IBC, all of the chains in IBC, many of them have been signing up to sort of be purchasing carbon and retiring it. So there's, it's cool because carbon isn't just sort of a, you know, these are sort of real world assets coming on chain that get purchased and used like a commodity. So it's kind of an interesting new play in the emerging token economy. So it's, it's pretty fun. So everybody should stay tuned. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. That's that's good alpha right there. Yeah, rock on. Thanks for thanks for having me up for a second. Hey. I'm gonna get back to to family time um, and uh, have some of my friends give me the, the notes of all the other alpha kittens. I appreciate <laughs> you stopping by. That's awesome. That's that's what's like, I always tell everyone about IBC. And one of the many reasons I like fell completely in love with IBC is you know people like yourself just stopping by and just sharing things and you know it's 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 really. It's it's like that's very touching. So I appreciate that. One of the many reasons I like fell completely in love with IBC is you know people like yourself just stopping by and just sharing things and you know it's 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 really it's like it's very touching. Hello, hello. Oh, they were echoing, huh? That was no, that wasn't Greg. I think that's Meta Wawa. That was totally an echo, but it was worth saying again. I mean, that's what the heart of the Cosmos ecosystem is so awesome like just so many people contributing uh people are all super humble and just like here engaged doing stuff so yeah thanks for thanks for letting me hop up and um yeah stoked let's let's do it all righty have a good have a good day with the family man Take thanks care. man thanks yeah, for stopping cheers, by everybody. Bye. Hey, Meta, I think your uh, hey. mic was echoing. Yeah, actually, it wasn't. I was listening into the show from um, my MacBook, but then it, turn, it turns uh, out I'd have to tune into the phone to actually get things to work here. So, 
Uh, yeah. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, that's it's very frustrating. I, like I have a I, I have a really decent setup for like my computer and my I, it's real spacious yeah. and I have a nice microphone yeah. and I can't do it on the computer. <laughs> I have to hold the phone next to my mouth the whole time. It's very it's very frustrating. This is a new but, thing that yeah, Twitter launched like not long ago, I guess. Uh, I'm not quite sure exactly how long. I know our show launched five weeks ago. Trick Gaines might know that. What's the, how long ago we start doing? Like we, we started doing the like the spaces like in the beginning of February. Um, but Twitter Spaces has been happening since at least over a year now. Uh, just right like right after Clubhouse started to get popping. Um, that's when Twitter kind of monetized their their you know Twitter Space thing. Yeah, so I can still hear it. Yeah, you you may want to turn off your your MacBook and just listen through the the, the phone. It's kind of annoying, but but it's really weird because confused. because now I could only hear you on the phone, but the other stuff was on the MacBook. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, there's a delay too. So the the phone will be kind of live, and then your MacBook or computer, so to speak, will have a little delay. So that's why okay. that's why it just literally repeats right back. It's hilarious. Right. But I couldn't hear the other guy though on the phone. That was the problem. But I could hear him on the Mac. Can you hear me now? I think he was talking about Greg. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Okay. Now I can hear you. All right. This is the weirdest. Maybe you can hear, not hear the co host. Maybe he's having the co host glitch. Maybe that's what's going on. No, the co host glitch. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, do your your thing so everyone knows like who you are, what you guys, your project is, and uh, kind of your roadmap. And if um, you and Zydex want to just coincide with one another, I'll just chill back and just listen. Cool. Is, like is um, Zydex, can, can he, is he here now or? Yeah. Can you hear yeah. me? Yeah, can hear you. Awesome. Okay, so I guess um, quickly, um, we're going to be launching a web page in, um, in not so long. So we're going to put out more information there so that the whole community can read, you know, um, everything we have uh, regarding the roadmap, a little bit about the team, etc. Um, so I, I'm not going to go too much into detail. We are we're four people working on this together. We got an awesome artist who, unfortunately, his main strength isn't English, but another language. So hopefully, we'll get him on board sometime soon. But we got a um, really cool project with beautiful art. I'm sure you've seen some of them on twitter so far uh we've been posting relatively regularly uh we got the discord open too so for those of you that don't know uh, we're gonna have a supply of ten thousand metawawas which um are kind of like dog looking avatars inspired by pop culture so it's kind of a tribute to pop culture and the cosmos ecosystem um i guess uh uh, regarding the technical stuff, uh, Zydex, do you want to chip in on that, maybe? Yeah, so as you said, uh, we will basically just launch a partnership that you already heard about. Um, so we will launch maybe around the next month in April. Mm, well, I'm not sure about like if it's going to be like in the in the hand of april or not but it's gonna be in april anyway and we're gonna launch like on the passage 3d marketplace which is uh, already live on juno if you never never goes uh, on it uh, there is like the strange clan uh, nfts collection already on it so you can already trade them in atom uh, we are not sure actually on 
which currency we will uh, launch them uh, on this but uh, you can be sure that you will be able to get some and as said already uh, you you will have like few ones maybe in the end of this call so stay tuned and just wait for it exactly do you have like yeah so this is the first part but um anyway um there is like few questions we did here about like um on passage 3d things so some people just ask us if it was like gpu um oriented uh on your computer that you will need uh, to run the the world because basically what passage 3d is gonna do is like put a proposal on the on chain uh, on top of chihuahua chain and um, they're gonna ask for a few funds the the um, the proposal is already on the common wheels so you can just check about uh, about it but it's gonna be on chain like in few days there is like some details we we are looking with them so yes uh they're gonna ask like for a few funds to develop the hunter world of the chihuahua metaverse and um as you can check on the website the metawawa one metawawa.art uh, you will be able to see that we are pretty much like a passport to this uh, virtual world. So if you own um, a MetaWawa NFT, you will be able to join the metaverse uh, directly, create it on top of Passage 3D uh, native chain, which is gonna launch next month too, I, go, I guess, or this month. Not sure if, I'm not sure about this, but yeah, not, not long ago. So yeah, you definitely need one if you, well, you want to join this and on this world uh, there will be like plenty of things uh, that you will be able to to do the first things that you can see directly on the proposal is there are like free ga free games mini games that you will be able like territory uh, things like capture the flag or stuff like that so you you will have like your basically a dog uh, like a chihuahua uh, in, in in 3d and at first, it will be like just a screen with your NFT as a head. And after that, you will be maybe able to uh, just like create your own 3D head as the same face as your NFT. And it's going to cost like a, a bit, but we are working on this. So we, we will be able like to, to put it like on the lowest cost possible for, for everyone. By the way, um, so, for those of you who are listening, I yeah. just pinned them. Um pin this proposal where you can read about the details on our Metawawa Twitter for those who want to check it oh, out. Yeah, sure. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I just pinned it like in all the, the IBC awesome. Cosmos chat rooms too. So yeah, it's just, just go on whenever you get a chance and check it out. It's pretty cool. So it's, uh, you know, obviously it's community driven. So, you, you know, you should always vote on things anyhow, but this is like really big and mm. definitely vote. What, one way or another, just vote. So it's, you should always vote. Go ahead. Sorry about that. Yeah, and you should know that it's like the the first like the, the first collection that will be like the link to the Passage 3D worlds uh, for the Chihuahuas. But yeah, it's it's the first one, but not the only one. There will be like few a uh, few things that it's gonna be like answered by Passage team. There will be an AMA yeah. uh, MEA uh, pretty soon with them. So all the details gonna be just like shared uh, at this moment. So yeah. Actually, there is like a one million proposal, so maybe you can just say like, "Hey, um, maybe it's like too much. Maybe it's like 
uh, why why should we give them this amount of money so just just look at the the common wheels and you will see basically all the details and join the hammer uh, that we have um i think like this this week and yeah the passage team will answer you on this yeah so we're working i'm working uh with passage right now and i know you are as well to get all like the the fine details you know with with passage and all that so we can keep everyone informed it's not finalized yet so this is kind of you know we're just not i don't want to say shooting from the hip but we're giving you information before all the fine details just to get you you know involved and you definitely could check out commonwealth and just in general commonwealth is a really good place for all kind of projects and and um, not even just chihuahua but like osmosis and other tokens listed in ibc it's where you can get a lot of details before they come out and you can also chat with other community members that are obviously really involved so it's definitely a good way to get information before it happens so to speak yeah definitely and, and uh, meta you happen to say that the guy that's on the part of the team he speaks another language what what is his primary language if you don't mind me asking uh i'm sure you wouldn't mind me saying french Okay. So uh, I don't know if your audience is uh, good with French, but I happen to know a couple of words, so we're able to communicate. That's good. That's good. But he's a really yeah. awesome guy, and um, and uh, the art is just really dope, if you ask me. Um, about the art, though, um, if if you've seen some of the uh, some of the NFTs on um, Twitter so far, you'll see there's a classic design, then there's a soldier design, and then there's more of a mechanical one. Right. So and behind all the different designs and attributes, like there is there is inspiration from pop culture, right? Like the robot eyes inspired by Terminator, armor by Robocop, right? Like the cute eyes by um I guess you call it manga. Um the dog colors inspired by CryptoPunks. And then we got um the text layer tag behind the dog, if you notice, like there are four letter words that we repeat. And uh, we'd love to also have some input from the community. If you guys have ideas for text tags, um, like FOMO is one example, right? Uh, you see in some of them. That would be really cool. Um, it's also a tribute to Star Wars and Jimi Hendrix, right? Like Star Wars for the typography outlines and Hendrix, which is like the kind of a more psychedelic side to it. So since you can't I mean, be I'm, here to I'm, talk about it, I just wanted to like give a little input on, on the I'm, art. I'm looking I'm looking forward to it because I'm building up like an, a, my own little NFT army, so to speak. And I, I need some dogs to, to protect me, you know, so Man, <laughs> I'm looking forward to adding some. Don't you worry about it. <laughs> I'm looking forward to having some, some uh, chihuahuas. Some guard, the guardian angles. Yeah, you got it's, it. Exactly, man. You can't mess with chihuahuas. <laughs> <laughs> they might be little, but they got, they, they, uh, they, you know, they got a big bite, uh, bite so to They speak. got a big personality, these dogs. That's the thing. They, they really do. Even, so, in real, uh, <laughs> even in real life, they do. It's funny. My grandmother, she always had chihuahuas growing up. Really? And it, yeah. The, the last ones, uh, this was years ago when I was a kid. The, the dog's name was Chi-Chi. Oh, wow. <laughs> you could not you could not get close to it sometimes it would literally it would literally bite you it funny how the smallest dog. dogs are sometimes like the scariest ones i wonder like they probably just feel like they have to i don't know come off as slightly more dangerous than they are right to yeah, protect man, themselves. exactly you got she had several though 
yeah like throughout our childhood she always had uh at least one at all time like if one would pass away or was getting but yeah it was always i was always chihuahuas it was hilarious dude like it's not like I'm a Mexican, you know, a Mexican family or anything. It was just always, she, I don't know. She just loved chihuahuas. That's good. You got a special heart for this project then. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for stopping by and sharing that. And uh, yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. Thanks a lot thanks. for inviting us. Anytime. My pleasure. And uh, welding, because I know you're involved with the DAO. So do you have anything to add to that or just have a question for the guys? Um, I have a question. Uh, and by the way, good morning, guys. Good morning. Uh, morning. For uh, ZDX and MetaWawa, is there a process that maybe you guys are trying to come up with in Passage where maybe bring more value to Chihuahua? I know many people are going to buy Chihuahua. And of course, like I'm just saying maybe you could use your tokens to play the game. I think I've seen something like this. I'm not sure. Um, it's still discussing about the details, but uh, we are thinking about something like inside the game when you should be able, like if you win, like for example, your team or if it's like a solo game, there will be like some wawas to be, to, to be gained like directly in the game. So, so this is the first in incentive. Like if you if you have a, a meta wawa, you will be able to gain more wawa uh, directly in the in the game. And why you should like for example need uh, more wawa uh, and like delegate them and get more and with that i don't know like buy stuff to personalize maybe your your nft inside the game yeah there is like a lot of stuff we we could just do um we're not sure actually it, it will basically depend on where what is it inside the game we can add like i know like passage uh already done like few uh, fps game uh like sh shooting with uh, paintball things um so maybe maybe there will, will be like few stuff to customize directly inside the game and it will be like by it directly in wawa oh okay uh yeah i'm really excited you know uh yeah it's just it seems really exciting and that's the only question i had you know uh it's it's really cool, and I and I appreciate what you guys are doing for Chihuahua. You know, um, this is a great idea, and it, I think it's really worth the money that we're putting into this. So hopefully, everybody likes it in the community. And yeah, man, um, thank you, thank you for what you're doing. Thank you. Yeah, actually, it's true. Uh, I don't know if you see like the proposal uh, to bring like Chihuahua or Doge directly in the metaverse, but. Yeah, I think there is like more value uh, on this proposal actually, and the Passage 3D team is like really working well and hard uh, to make these things working well. So I hope you enjoy it, guys, and definitely excited about this idea. And yeah, the roadmap is actually quite done uh, directly on the proposal, and it will be like updated uh, in Oside and Delta as well. So just stay tuned. Before we go, though, um, Cosmos Haas, um, we were going to give out some whitelists to the listeners, right? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Five of them. How, how are we going to choose those? So Gaines is like the the, uh, the man with the, the giveaways. I'm going to divert my I make it rain. I make it rain, guys. Make I'm rain out here with these. Well, hey, can you hear me, Meta? Just double yep. check. Meta, can you hear me? Because I think there's a glitch going on where Sometimes a co-host, you can't hear them. Uh, Cosmo Haas, ask them if they can hear me. Probably not. 
so Meta, are you able to hear gains right now or no? No, no. Uh, but all right, I'll just um, actually you, you I guys, can. So. You can. Okay, you take it from here then. Well, okay. uh, if you want to do the whitelist live during the space, um, what you can do is you can just ask people to raise their hand in the first, you know, for whatever how many they want to give away. Um, just keep them up on stage, and then you click on their profile, and you DM them first and say, uh, you know, you got in the whitelist or something like that. Man, I'm too much of a boomer for that. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> well, actually, well, go ahead. You know, go. Okay, so how many do they want to give away? They, they want to give away five, five uh, whitelist. All right, so now, yeah, now everybody I can hear you knows again. that. Weird. If, now uh, I can hear you. Yeah, but I can't hear the other guys. So what, you guys choose how you, like, you figure out how you want to give them away and just... Uh, and let us know. Okay. All right. Yeah, Haas, just tell the people, if because maybe they can't hear me either. Uh, the first five people that come up here and raise their hand, uh, we'll get into the whitelist, and I can DM them if you want. Okay, so for those that can't hear Gaines, we're giving away five whitelists to Metawawa, and the first five people that wave their hand, you'll get on the list. We'll DM you, and uh, I see Rusty. All right. So we got Q. Q wants Schwa. Tweet. Oh, Jack. I think there's someone at the bottom too. <laughs> and maybe this wasn't the best way to do it. Because <laughs> everyone also they it. they got to follow us on Twitter as well. Yeah, and, uh, maybe, we maybe we yeah, do yeah, it. Maybe yeah, yeah. That's that's not to cut you guys off. That's another thing. Please follow. Please follow the guys because obviously. This is probably going to be pretty big. I'm not going to lie to you guys. So you should All definitely right. follow them. And then, uh, yeah, we, we'll, we'll, we'll do it. Uh, maybe we'll do another one, too, or something. We'll, uh, we'll so figure Q, out. Q requested yeah, to speak. So Q's in. If, you know, the next people that request to speak, um, four more people. You got to request up, guys? to speak. I'm literally just requested us, Q, because it was the only way to put your hand up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Funny. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing. Uh, yeah, it's it's uh we got Grim, Tweetscape, Tweetscape, and then Kind. Yeah, Kendricks, I guess, or Kindricks. And Kindrick. Okay, then okay, okay, we got four people now. One more person. One more person, Cosmohas. All right. You pick. You pick. I feel bad if I don't pick pick someone that had it up before man let me let me it's, see there's I'm five people on stage now. okay yeah. done done <laughs> all right that was awesome that was unexpected so you kind of threw me on the loop and <laughs> you guys are new to the, the the twitter space and trust me it's it's very uh i don't want to say confusing but when you're used to being on multiple monitors all day and then you got to stare at a freaking iphone it's not like, <laughs> it's not fun i can tell you that it's right it's all now. good so now that we have the five people totally get that to speak uh, those are the ones that i'm going to be um i guess that's everything from our side right yes I, I thanks for stopping by i mean um yeah hopefully we can do this again sometime for sure and then anyone out there that has any questions you can DM me on Telegram or Twitter, and and I'll, I'll be in communications with their team, so I can always ask the questions and then get back to you and things like that. So that's anyone, perfect. And if, and if anybody has any questions direct to us, like feel free to reach out via Twitter and um, Discord. Yeah, so g give those guys a follow. I mean, that's that's pretty. You know, definitely give them a follow and help them out. Help them out. They're helping us out. And then again, ask questions. Because uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of moving parts going to happen fast, so definitely yeah, give them a follow. Uh, you know, one one question I did have is 
I don't know if you guys said, do you have like an estimated time on when this is going to take place? Like the launch and everything? Uh, we did discuss it the other day um, in a team meeting. I, I'm not sure if we settled on communicating that externally yet, but okay. as soon as, as soon as we are ready, like you'll be the first to know. Let us okay. put it that way. Thank you. Yeah, I know how that that could be. Sometimes it's better not to to give it a date. I mean, we're dealing with that with Evmos right now. It, it's mm. it's like better sometimes to sell yourself short than to say, "Hey, it's going to happen this day." And then, yeah, know. better to over deliver. Exactly. Like so that. yeah, yes. I, I could I definitely appreciate that. But we're definitely working um, hard behind the scenes. So yeah, and actually, we still need the approval of the community uh, from the proposal, and the proposal is still not on chain. So let's wait our days. Okay. Yeah, that I I I should know the answer when it goes on chain. How long the the vote lasts? I want to say five days. I yeah, should. it's five days. Five days. Okay. So yeah, so it can all it can happen pretty fast. You know, it goes on chain, and then boom, a week, not even a week later, it's yes or no. You know, so. Um, I, I don't, I, I'm not, I always try to keep being objective when it comes to like proposals, even if like the proposal is great or it's not, or if I don't like it, or if I do like it, I try to stay neutral because that's just like how I go about things. But I, I feel like this could be very good for everyone and fun too. So, you know, we're trying with Chihuahua to make it more than just a meme coin. So I think very this cool. would be a, a very good step in the right direction when it comes to something like that. So thank you. Thanks, guys, for all the hard work you do. And thanks for stopping by and sharing everything and appreciate it. Likewise. Thanks thank a you. lot for having us. Anytime. Thank you. See thanks. you. Bye. Bye. See you, bye. That was awesome, House. Um, I did send the, the DMs out to the whitelist winners. And uh, there was one person that didn't have their DMs open. So I just tweeted them out. So just send me a friend request or follow me on Twitter. So let me just randomly ask somebody in, in, the, in the show. Um, can you hear Tricky? Or I mean, Gaines, I mean? Um, someone put their hand up if you can actually hear Gaines. Yeah, yeah usually the problem <clears throat> is like there's just one person for some reason that can't hear the co-host. Like it's like a specific person that has a glitch when they come up on stage. It's okay. Weird. All right. Well, that's good. That's refreshing because I don't want people not to be able to hear Gaines when he comes on because that'll get kind of frustrating but uh all right so we got plenty of hands let me just uh start well, well eric let me see if eric sorry eric what's up eric all right. Up, eric? hey yeah you can hear you again so i think tricky's right it's just uh like one person kind of like earth validator first putting it out that she wasn't able to hear the co-host for some reason god the worst person though that i mean i mean he had to like you know hear me that, that's really sucks uh, Twitter picked the worst person to not hear me. <laughs> what a bummer, bro. Dude, I think he has you blocked. I, I would have been the second worst person. It, it, it's probably because he blocked you, dude. <laughs> Dang. Dang. All, that sc- all that scamming you've been doing. All that spamming, scamming. Damn. Yeah. Let me uh, get Shwa Juna. If I, I hope I said that right. You ahead. Sorry, never, never mind my question. <laughs> Sorry about that. Did you have something to ask the team? And that's what you raised the hand for? No, it had to do with the fact that someone called my name for the whitelist, and I wasn't sure what I had to do, but uh, Little Games reached out to me. Okay, great. Congrats. Thank you. Congrats. Yeah, congrats. I'm glad you were a part of it. I feel bad if anyone had your hand up. I'll, 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 we'll try to make it right. <laughs> Just give us some time. Thanks for yeah, thanks it for was, uh, it was request, requesting to speak. That's how you guys were going to get into the whitelist, but. 
we always make things right, you know. Yeah, there was just a lot of hands at once too. It was it's exciting to to see people being excited. So I'm glad I'm glad you stopped and stopped by and you're listening. Thanks for. I tried by. raising my hand, but you didn't. You know, pick me. What the heck, man? No, nah, man, you you can't have that. Sorry about that. Oh, all right. Let's see here. Requests. Shane, good Shane. Let me see if we got Asset Mantle. They were supposed to stop by. Let me see. Good Shane, if you have something to say. Oh, no, nah, man, I don't. I'm just taking it all in. All right, bro. Thanks for stopping by. I hope, you, hope you're enjoying the show. Oh, yeah, bro, most definitely. Always. Thank you. So, Haas, now that we have a little bit of time to talk about that metaverse, um, it seems like it seems like the, the the Wawa token is like no longer a meme token. Like the more I see it advance, there's so much utility coming for that token. Yeah, for sure. I, you know, it's a it's a good way to right now too. It's a good. It's funny to say, but it's actually like a good way to to transact. It's really fast. The relayers. Um, I mean, every once in a while, again, you're going to have issues with relayers. It's just it is what it is. You just have to be patient. So. But yeah, it's it seems to you know appears to be a good way to transact within IBC. You know, sending tokens from one blockchain to another, degen in, and there is going to be a lot more. Not only with the metaverse, but there's there's some things that the the, the devs are building right now. And yeah, I mean, I I just you know you look at these other uh, tokens like Dogecoin and um, Shiba. They don't offer you know, staking rewards and their own sovereign blockchain. So it'll just be a matter of time until more and more things you know come to the Wawa token. And not only that, you know, as IBC goes, I believe that token will go. Not not only that, but you know, a lot of tokens, for example. But it's always going to be known as like the OG meme of of Cosmos. Even five years from now, there you know, who knows how many different meme coins will be throughout the ecosystem. It's always going to be the first. So you always have that first mover advantage and that nostalgia, so to speak. So even, you know, years from now, people can say, man, I remember when I got the initial Wawa uh, airdrop from staking, you know, Juno to the Chihuahua chain validator. And um, yeah, so, so I, I I don't sell my Wawa. I'm, and that's not financial advice. I Luckily, I got a very nice airdrop and I just... You know, I staked all of it, and that's usually what I do with all my airdrops for the most part. You know, like my Evmos airdrop, and that's probably going to touch people because they're having issues with it. But I staked all of it, and I don't plan on pretty much ever selling it. And same, any airdrop I get for the most part, I just stake all of it, and then I usually support them with when provide liquidity um, whenever they launch on Osmosis or whatever other decks that they're going to be launching on. So. Yeah, I just think it's a great way of going about things is the the airdrops. I mean, who doesn't like airdrops in general anyhow? But I think it's a great way to get the community involved. And I like, sometimes I prefer airdrop qualifications to n- not necessarily be well drops, but I, I really like when a token does an airdrop and they take a snapshot of whatever their criteria is and more specifically governance like i like when they like hey you get an extra bonus if you voted on x amount of proposals because that usually to me for the most part it 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 indicates someone that's not only involved but cares they're not just going to flip the the airdrop and sell it or whatever i mean that's anyone could do whatever they want i'm not going to say they can't do that they don't deserve it but 
I like the people that get rewarded for participation, so to speak. Do you think there's going to start being a bunch of uh, airdrops on Evmos? Like, you think it's like the smartest smart play to start staking Evmos and get some Evmos world drops? I, I could see that. I don't see why that wouldn't be, especially with all the different applications that can be built on Evmos from a, you know the ERC twenty world, so to speak, and just new new developments and stuff like that. And they do grants. You know, they, I don't know all the ramifications. I haven't done all my homework on Evmos, but I'm pretty sure they have like grant programs. So, you know, kind of like what Osmosis did with STARS, they provided an initial loan to, to STARS to get them started. And then obviously, you know, STARS gave back too. So I could see that being with Evmos, you know, an application. Maybe it's a small project, small team, and they don't have all this money to start up. And Evmos gives them a grant. And then when they get, get rolling they just airdrop their token to Evmos stakers it's always a good thing to stake for sure yeah yeah the cool thing about the Evmos grant program is that it's non-dilutive so it's kind of like in the same spirit as like prop 44 to where like you know they were funded and you know adam didn't like take any like vc stake or anything like that it's kind of one of the reasons why they were able to do such a generous airdrop um so i'm pretty sure that they said that they want to keep the grant program like that so i mean yeah we probably would see a lot of airdrops for that like reason because they're getting funding like small teams and they want to give give back and pay it forward yeah it's a good way of going about it so i could share a little bit of alpha i know i see it on in here uh there's a lot of moving parts with with don't don't sleep on secret network either there's a lot of things coming and you know they've been kind of left out of the fray of of the fun airdrops you know that's that's going to change so there's a lot of things behind the scenes going on and you know, not financial advice, but I wouldn't sleep on Secret Network because it's basically the only privacy by default uh, smart contract platform out there that's interoperable with with everything. So, you know, whether you like privacy or not, I personally like privacy. I mean, you know, that's kind of my thing. So I wouldn't sleep on it. I can't keep up with all the airdrops, put it that way. There's just... You'd have to just like I do twelve to fifteen hours a day, at least five to six days a week minimum, and it's mainly other things besides airdrops. And now I take you know I'm out of out of that week, I may look into some airdrops here and there, but it's just like you have to do twelve hours a day, all day long to keep up with just airdrops alone. It's crazy. So does anyone want to share anything? Uh, what you guys did with your rewards today? I don't know what's going on with the asset man. They were supposed to stop by. That's another airdrop that's coming out for those that don't know. It's built. Um, it's basically I don't I don't want to pretend I know all the details about Asset Mantle, but it's another NFT platform. What's up, Rusty? Probably can't hear me. Hey, uh, I just wanted to do a shout out to Acash because like Acash, if it wasn't for Acash, a lot of this stuff won't be powered. And uh, I, I appreciate the airdrop that Chihuahua just did recently. Uh, so yeah, I just wanted to shout out to Acash because Passage 3D, a lot of that stuff. I think a lot of stuff on Cosmos it wouldn't be exist. It wouldn't exist if it wasn't for Acash. And I appreciate Acash. That's why I bought a big bag earlier. I did miss the last airdrop for the uh, EX swap. So um, it happened at the height of I don't know. It happened around like 3 a.m. in my area. But yeah, man. It like as soon as I found out about Chihuahua, I added more. Uh, uh, the Chihuahua airdrop, I added more. And then I found out the next day that there's an airdrop for Acash and I like missed it, bro. So yeah, man, Acash is like, don't miss out on Acash. 
Yeah, I, I hear that. You know what's so good about it is that there's everyone has a different way of saying it. You say a cash, I say a cash. But yeah, I tr- I truly do. Yeah. I, I yeah. totally agree with that. I totally agree with Akash. Is, it's just it's one of those uh I don't want to say it's like a it's a non-sexy pick, you know. When, when technology, there's some technologies even in web 2 world where if you invest in it, it's not like sexy, but it just over time it's just essentially made people a lot of money. And maybe like Intel or um I'm trying to think of the other ones that uh cisco is one of those like cisco's been around forever and it's not like like i i technically owned i still own a little bit i don't really own much stock anymore because i'm just the crypto degen but uh i was in cisco early and it was like not sexy no one really talked about it but it's just over time with like dividends and everything else it's kind of did well and i think that's kind of like a cost position it's not like this super sexy pick but it's just it's needed it's necessary infrastructure for for total decentralization and they're not going to be the only one that does that but i look at it if they just take a sliver out of the big boys you know the aws's and microsoft and and, uh, google and all that for cloud computing and then you know it can be very successful and they're they're the only ones where you can essentially hop in without permission there's other other ones if you're building on it and it's not applicable to every business and every situation to use a cosh, but it is applicable in a lot of situations like uh, osmosis, for example. If there's some sort of issue in the front end and they need to get in there and fix something, you know, they can they can do that without saying, "Hey, a cosh, I need permission to go in there and fix our our uh, you know what they're got going on." So it's very useful for decentralization for sure. Thanks for sharing that. They are a sleeping giant, uh, in my opinion. Yeah, man. I, I, uh, but, uh, like I said, I missed the last airdrop for EX swap. So that kind of like hurts, but I know there'll be more airdrops. So it's not just about airdrops, you know, it's about use case. And yeah, man, if they could take at least like 10% of Amazon, bro, I'm sleeping giant, bro. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, man. I got a nice position in there. I, I waited and when it's, it was hovering around a dollar, then it went under a dollar, I think for a little bit there, I, I grabbed some, I mean, I just, yeah, whenever stuff goes down like that, I I, I buy some. I support the whole ecosystem. Like, or XPRT was the same way. You know, I looked at it like a a good buy. And and one of the issues for Akash in like persistence is they're older, not older tax, but they're they kind of did things like the old school way with private sales and and VC, a little bit of VC money and stuff like that. So. You know, those type of individuals and entities, they just want to make money. So, you know, once they get their tokens unlocked, they drop it and, um, you know, can kind of cause the price to to suffer, so to speak. But that doesn't mean after they get rid of those tokens that the community and people that want to be involved purchase it. And, then, you know, slowly but surely, it's just like a it's not a it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. So you can get in at good opportunities if you're a long a long term player. I know a lot of people in crypto; they always want to just make money instantaneously and not look at it for the long run. But I, it's a definitely, a, in my opinion, it's a long play for sure. A lot of these tokens are long plays, even if they're doing well in the, in the short. I still think they're all long plays. Yeah, I talk about this all the time with Bitcoin having like we got to have a lot of patience. You know, we're still early. You know, and uh, 
just think about if you had held these four years ago when they didn't exist, but if they did exist, you'd be like, you know, a multimillionaire. So, you know, that's going to have a big impact on these coins as well. And, you know, in this next having, so just everybody should be ready for that long term. Yeah, for sure. It's always, it always pays to get in early. That's just the way it is. If you have a risk tolerance, I mean, if you, if you do your homework and you, you know, tack and you, and you review the teams, I always say it's always good to not just like take someone else's word for something. You actually take that information with a grain of salt and then do your own homework and your due diligence and then go down that rabbit hole, you know, and, and then truly do your homework and then just, you know, go with it, go with your, your gut. If you, if you do the, the research, you know, me, for example, I don't know how many thousands of hours I burned in my life doing research on, in crypto, but you know, I'll come to a conclusion and then I go with it. You know, I went with osmosis and like, I had the guy from GDLT came, came by and he first mentioned to, to, to me, I didn't just take his word and say, Oh, you know what? I'm just going to burn all my money in this investment. I went down the rabbit hole and then I used his knowledge with my 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 findings and you know and i'm like yeah this is this is pretty good and then over time you know i slowly kept trading into even a bigger position and you know it helps that to network like things like this where you can collaborate with one another i also when juno before it got launched on um osmosis there was a couple people it's a private room that i'm in but a couple guys were you know they were really showing it and say, man, this is going to be really big, really big. You know, and again, I took their word for it. Then I started doing some research and I'm like, you know what, whatever. And I came to the conclusion early on when I got into crypto, you know, my situation may not be applicable to, to, to those on the other end of this, but I came to the conclusion like, hey, I got a pretty decent job in real life. And technically, if I lost everything right now, you know, obviously it would be unfortunate. It would really suck, but I'm willing to, to go with it. And, um, you know, when, when some of these tokens got listed, I remember getting pretty much all my Juno position besides the annual compound, the, the daily compound and from the epochs and just the blocks and all that. But I got mainly all my position in Juno when it was less than one Osmo. And that was a long time ago. And same thing with osmosis. Like I got, I remember getting most of my position when it was under like a dollar fifty. I just look for good, good spots. And I'm going to probably be doing that with Evmos too. And none of that's financial advice, but it's it, typically from my experience with with any investment, even if it's, you know, with with Web2 and stock and all that, it's just whenever you do your work and you get in early, it seems like it works out for people, you know. But again, you have to be willing to be risk adverse, you know, like I I came to, the, like I said, I came to the conclusion if I lose everything, it is what it is. And I'll, I'll live like everyone else the rest of my life. I'll work till I'm 65 and retire with barely any money or whatever and that's just it is what it is or i can try to do something about it and make some moves you know and i know a few shows ago i was talking about all the opportunities for hypothetically the boomers that they had with with web 2 and, and some of them never took the risk they never invested in microsoft or google or amazon or any of those entities because they they lived in fear and it's like you only like the young kids say YOLO. You only live once, you know. So I, I'm going for it. I still am. I don't sell pretty much any crypto ever. I just keep compounding. I'm in it for the long haul. But that's just me, though. How how nice are your Evmos uh, rewards right now? Uh, <laughs> I didn't do the math. I think my airdrop was like 
from from seventy five percent of it, it was I don't know, maybe like five hundred or four hundred something. And it seems like out of that four hundred, I've been getting the last two days, maybe I got a hundred of them or so. So I don't know what the math is on that, but it's been pretty good. And there's only I think the tokenomics is there's one billion ever and it's only like a four year stint. So it's really inflationary to, to off the rip. So my goal is to, you know, get a, a nice position. It's kind of throwing me off though, because I did move a lot of stuff around in order to, to do that. And then what I ended up doing personally was just doing some one day positions in osmosis polls, which I don't like to do. I like to just be in 14 days and just keep compounding as much as I possibly can. And uh, so I'm in some one day positions. I have some funds in other like secret swap and um, Sienna that I may, if Evmos just randomly says, hey, we're going to list tomorrow, then I got to kind of unbond, you know, because it's instant unbonding. I probably have to move some stuff around because, again, it pays to be early. So is there any update on when we'll be able to stake with uh, Ledger and then? Another thing, shout out to Welding Osmonaut. That dude is always on the grind. Love him. He's such a positive dude. And um, not to to come in here, I don't know if y'all want to shill, but for those Edmos airdrop people, um, there's you know a badass validator who's Cosmos Spaces, and um, I'm sure they would love some love. But for the amount of stuff that y'all do out here, I mean, I'm definitely waiting. I can't do it because of my damn ledger, but I'll be staking um, with y'all and and helping to give back just because so much shit y'all do for all of us out here and the alpha and everything. Um, just really appreciate that. And uh, I'll shut up. And thanks for sharing that. Yeah, we appreciate that. I mean, you know, these the guys just started doing the, the shows just to have some fun and communicate. And then, you know, it's just, it turned into something more than that. And that's, again, it's like an inspiring thing because that it's just, it's a sentiment of like the whole culture and the communities behind IBC. It's, I really firmly believe that everyone has each other's back. You know, there's going to be competition over time. There already kind of is, but in, in the, the realm of things, it's crazy to think about the interoperability, not only with the technology, but just the people in the community. It's just really, it's like inspiring, you know, people come by, I think last week, I, I don't remember exactly what, what the, the community member's name was, but he like spilled out his guts. It was so like, it, it touched my heart, you know, that's like what a lot of people do in this space, especially in IBC. It's crazy to me. It's just, it's like family. Yeah, It's, it's like, you know, someone, it, but not know them, but like, yeah, it's like, it's like, almost like group therapy man i feel like a hippie when i'm here because i'm just sharing the love and yeah there's that competition that you mentioned i mean we've got our nft project and there's a lot of other ones but ultimately man i mean i want to see us all succeed and they're all just badass people and we share information with each other um because ultimately if if one of us succeeds we're all succeeding man and so i just absolutely love this i mean this platform is great to come on here i'll just sit here and just listen while i'm doing whatever man but um i appreciate y'all and um i'm ready to stake that damn airdrop as soon as that ledger <laughs> gets gets fixed dude me too rusty dude i still have my coins in my ledger man and i'm just waiting waiting and waiting to just stake those bad boys and compound y- yeah you know, it's-, it's funny because everybody's talking crap i'm sorry go ahead go ahead no, I just, uh, I just, I'm ready to get some of those rewards and and hopefully get y'all some commission going too. So 
I mean, I hate to just be missing out, but you know, a lot of times when there's these airdrops, there's usually something goes on with the wrong with the ledger. And it's like, you know, I love that damn ledger, man, but it sucks when it's something, when it's something like this. Yeah, it's 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 unfortunate. It's because they use a different deviation path, which is like I tried to explain earlier. It's like a different, hypothetically, it's like a different language, so to speak. And they, and the way they have it set up is, Evmos takes priority with the, with the Ethereum based trans communication, so to speak, like their language, and it makes sense why they're going with that approach because they want to make it as seamless as possible for people that are building Ethereum based projects and applications to be able to just essentially come over with ease and not and not have a different language so to speak but in that same realm of things it kind of messed up the people that are ibc gang members so to speak where their the communication is it, it basically created a two different evmos addresses and then now you have your evmos on a wallet that you can't use yet and they'll fix it it's just like you know it's unfortunate but i'm sure they'll they'll do something about it and, you know they'll fix it it's just unfortunate I, I can't speak too much of the like the technicals behind the new feature too, but um, I think we're gonna be adding a like auto compounding feature if you stake with our validator. I know I know Trick, you could probably explain it way better than me, but that's that's probably coming here soon. Yes, sir. So uh, I don't know if you guys have seen like EcoStake, the like open source uh, code they built for the auto compounding, like Golden State ratios using uh, Whisper nodes, um, a couple others. They have it on Osmosis, Juno, and a few other. Like it's been crazy because it's super easy to add on to more chains now that they've uh, <clears throat> added Auth Z to the Cosmos SDK. Um, so yeah, so we're looking at adding it to our Evmos uh, validator to make it super easy for everybody. So once the apoc comes, um, as long as you've hit a certain amount of Evmos and rewards, it'll just restake them for you. Um, you won't have to worry about it. So it's, it's pretty cool. Like, you know, it's we all value our time. So, <laughs> you know, having to do that a little less is always good. But uh, making sure you get the best uh, compounding possible for your reward. That, that That's exciting. That's awesome because I think it was uh, Haas who was saying earlier, I mean, he's got a day job. So, I mean, I got a day job too, but. I know me and Gaines have talked about this, but I mean, I wake up at five in the morning, start grinding on crypto while I'm getting ready for my damn day job, get on the bus, do crypto all the way downtown, sit in my office and act like I'm working on day job shit, but really working on crypto all day and then come home, man. It's it's just nonstop, man. And just, you know, trying to do enough to not get noticed that I'm not, you know, dedicating my time in my real job. But those little things are great, man. And I'm excited for y'all in this validator. So, I mean, best of luck and and um Thanks, you know I'll, I'll share that love as much as i can to get people to share some love with y'all and um you know once again just appreciate the platform that y'all have given uh, me and and my company and everything and just all the other just random information and alpha i gain just sitting here listening to y'all talk rusty when launch when launch party that's what i want to ask you i can't uh, wait bro hopefully this hopefully this friday man i'm just I get so nervous, you know, we put the launch party thing out and then, you know, Stargaze, I know those dudes have been busting their ass nonstop, but it's like, I almost felt like something was going to push that date back, but hopefully it could be um, this Friday, man. I mean, we're really amped and I mean, all these other, uh, all the other artists are too. I mean, I know we're all just ready to go, but you know, I'm glad, you know, uh, I mean, I think pushing it back, obviously they found that bug or whatever, but I think it everyone might have been a little relieved too. give them a little extra time to get their shit in order because 
it's just been nonstop. But hopefully, hopefully this Friday, man. I'm I'm excited, and um, hopefully everyone else is too. And we got a lot of giveaways and stuff, and try and build up excitement around the project and um, see where and see dude, where it goes. And Rusty, wow! I just gotta say, wow! The artist that's working with you guys has been doing such an f- amazing job at creating those knots, dude. Like the one he did for Omni and the one he did for Yumi. Wow, man. So much detail, dude. Y- yeah. Um, yeah, we've got a couple of artists. And then uh, real quick, I mean, I don't know. I see Pat's on here. He's the guy who's also an artist who works for works with us, and he does those 3D knots. He's, he's on here as well, too. But it's a bunch of great artists. And, I mean, all the people, we keep saying this, it's just – everyone in this community is like man these people are like really good people and it's just like it's amazing and it's working with these artists is like we've gained so much it sounds cliche but it's like you know we get so much by by working with them and it's just every day it's just like a blessing to be around such good people who want to do good things and share that information but all of these artists are really talented and just just kick-ass people yeah man so full disclaimer I still do have an in real life job, but I get to work from home. I'm a tax accountant, so it's like really boring and I stare at my other computer all day, but it allows me to basically, there's no difference really. I can multitask because I have, (laughs) I have four monitors, so I'm a complete degenerate, but I can get a lot of work done in real life and still maintain all the stuff that I got going on in crypto. And, And another disclaimer is, if I was in the predicament that you were, where I used to work in a major city too, and I used to have to take the bus and all that, if they were like, "Hey, you have to come back," I would have to quit instantly. I would say sorry, because what, because what I have going on with crypto, one, it's more, it's more, it's obviously more fun, and it's it means more to me, and I feel like I'm changing people's lives, and and they're changing mine at the same in the same realm of things. So. Um, it's not just the financial aspect, because obviously, you know, I feel like the, the financials too, but not only that, it's just, it's it's helping me, I think, in a way, become a better person. So, because I just get to meet and hear all these amazing stories. So, yeah, that, that I would totally say, hey, I'm sorry, you know, thanks for, thanks for having me all these years that I worked for you, but um, I have to go a different direction. And then now, then I would just 100%, 24-7, just focus on crypto and have any distractions. And um, as for like the NFTs and all that, like it's crazy to think that I had that old school. I'm actually writing a piece on Medium that'll come out eventually about NFTs and what they mean to me. And the way that I look at NFTs beforehand was kind of like like a kid saying, oh, I don't like a particular food. You know, your parents or relatives say, hey, try this. And you're like, Anna, I don't like that. And then you never tried it. So you you, you don't know if you like it or not. And then um, once secret NFTs came out and I, I kind of went down the rabbit hole and was like, yeah, let me let me get one. Actually, a secret punk was my first NFT ever. And then I, I bought a, a, quite a few of them and I'm like, yeah, whatever. And then uh, the Redacted Club came out and I'm like, this is this this art looks so cool. And then I get went down that rabbit hole and then um you know i just it's it's i have to take a break from them because i just want to buy all of them so it is addicting but in the same realm it's not just like the artwork it's it's community it's like a like a society almost and uh friendship and you get to meet all kind of people and you know you never know where it's going to lead you down I, i've met a lot of great people along the way i mean recently i got um 
I don't want to say like I'm rub, rubbing it in or anything, but I got an anon. I got an anon uh, army. Well, there's only 580 of them ever. And and uh, shout out to anon well for he he did a giveaway to people that you know it wasn't just like a giveaway to anyone. It was to people that contribute to you know crypto and and want, wants to be a part of it. And like I was so honored and grateful. It's, it's amazing that. I got chosen the winner of that NFT and it's just like, and then you get, you know, you you get into the the groups, the discord groups or the telegram groups and you never know who's on the other end. Like it just, it's, it's an amazing thing. So that's like, I love NFTs, man. It's just more than just art. Uh, Absolutely. And real quick, man. Yeah, I relate. I mean, I'm in, I'm in corporate finance, so I'm just managing numbers for, for knots and for, um, you know, another oil and gas company, but, you know, we got a, um, a really old white guy CEO who, um, our other CEO got fired and they brought him in to kind of clean house. And he's just that mentality, you know, you gotta, you gotta be here to actually be working. So my biggest thing, not to get too personal, but a few years ago I had heart surgery. And, uh, so, and I had the, you know, uh, an enlarged aorta, but my daughter's doing the same thing. So the biggest driver for me my crypto earnings are way much more than I earn at this job, but the insurance is the biggest thing. And, you know, people in the United States understand all the bullshit that we have to do for insurance. So that's the main thing that kind of keeps me there. But uh, I looked on the open market and it's about $2,000 a month to cover my whole family. So, yeah, but, um, that's crazy. It's it's ridiculous how we do that. But that, that's a whole different topic. But yeah, the, the, the NFTs, it's like, you come to IBC and, and, you know, the cosmos and it's like, how many different wormholes, how many rabbit holes can you go down? It's just amazing. And it's just, you don't ever want to get out, man. It's like, I'm Alice in Wonderland, just fucking lost down here, but don't want to get out. So I absolutely love the cosmos. Man, I'm glad you stopped by, man. Anytime you ever want to stop by and talk, especially if we're specifically doing NFT chatter, man, I really appreciate it. I appreciate all the NFTs out there. I, I My thing is, if if you are making an NFT on IBC, like I'm, I'm supporting you. Whether I buy buy one or not, it's that's a different topic. But I'm I'm always help trying to help out people get seen and looked, and you know people DM me on Twitter and say, hey, can you support my? You know, we can do a giveaway, and I'm all for it, man. Like I'm all I'm all for it. I'm glad that people are getting. It's fun too, and then you get to show your creative side because. You know, we we all have a creative mind, so to speak. So it's awesome when people get to to illustrate that, whether it's through art or word or whatever their their uh, you know their thing is. So it's great. Yeah. Uh, the the real quick last thing I'll say is it's kind of a balance because you know a balancing act because a lot of times I want to come in here and just be some regular you know just nobody and just listen too, right? But then if somebody asks, you know, then. I, I don't I never want to come on here and shill or do anything like that. A lot of times I just want to come in and listen. And I posted the other day on Twitter, it's like, man, I've been so busy with the the NFT thing, I can't just come on, you know, Twitter and just shit post about other stuff. So um, you know, it's a lot of work, but uh a lot of times it's you know, just wanna just listen to what everyone else is to saying. But uh it's it's fun being here and you know, like Saturday nights I'll just sit there and just sit there and drink beer and, and listen to y'all sometimes and it's it's just cool to hear what everyone else is talking about and what they've got going on as well. Yeah, man. Thanks for the support. Um, appreciate it. And then 
we got Mike Tyson has hand up is bringing back good memories as a kid. I was a total disclaimer grew up. Um, love. I still love boxing. I just remember all the good fun that, uh, it was just like a thing. We'd have parties and people would come over to watch all the Mike Tyson fights. He was, I, he, he resonates with me a lot. So it's pretty cool that you have like an artistic Mike Tyson photo. So go ahead, Mike Tyson. Yeah. Um, Terra user, uh, dabbled with osmosis, but, um, kind of overlooked Evmos. I think that's how you say it. I was looking for just a, a quick breakdown of it and just this airdrop that I may have been a part of or missed. Just what, what about that too? Okay. So I'm not going to pretend I'm an Evmos expert, but like tokenomic wise, there's a, there will be 1 billion of them ever. It's four years. They'll, they'll all be out in existence. And you said you were a Terra user. So uh, the airdrop for the most part was for Osmosis, Atom, Ethereum. Am I forgetting anything, Gaines or, or Eric? Let me actually uh, pin the uh, tweet up here to the top so people can see if they qualified or not, because there's a lot of different criteria that you might be qualified for. There's a whole bunch, especially if you like are a huge degen in the Ethereum side. Um, if you use like Uniswap and a whole bunch of other platforms, then you might qualify. So give me give me a few uh, minutes to just here find the tweet and I'll pin it to the top. Yeah, so I don't I don't know necessarily about like the entire Terra eco if they did anything or not. I want to say they didn't because people didn't get wrecked in Terra, so to speak. It was you know it, it, for the Ethereum side, it was pretty much because people either got rugged or just all the times they had to pay for asinine Ethereum gas prices. So it was kind of a way to get back to those people. But uh, all right. I found, I found a nice uh, little picture uh, that has like the whole air airdrop criteria shared by mayor. Thanks mayor. But yeah, I always, I always like when a lunatic stops by the show because I, I, I keep saying this to everyone and it's not financial advice, but, I think Luna is the ultimate store of value in crypto. And I will stand by that till till the end of the time. I just the the burning mechanism for UST and Luna and just the whole entire eco and it's just it to me it's it's the real it's it's because it has a utility. Like I'm not gonna badmouth Bitcoin, but Bitcoin's whole thing is hey, someone wants to buy it and now it's worth this much. Like Terra Luna really doesn't really need that. They it's just it's a working mechanism. And it's gigantic and it's growing and it's overtaking all these other ecos. Like it's just blasting through, like get out of my way, Solana, get out of, you know, get out of my way, XRP. And um, it just opens up a lot of things, you know, it, it coincided with, you know, osmosis platform even growing into something even bigger as whenever UST was listed on it. You know, it's just, it's just got a lot going on for it. So I, I love when, when a lunatic or, you know, they stop by the show. Hey Tyson, so if you go up here to the top of the space, I have a link to gotrec.com. You can use that link to check your wallet to see if it qualified for the airdrop. Um, but just keep in mind there there are some issues right now with ledger users that can't claim their airdrop. So just just stay tuned for like an update from the devs. But then if you swipe uh, to the right, you'll see the uh, list of people that uh, did qualify. There's a whole bunch, man. There's a Cosmos section, Osmosis, Ethereum section, EVM bridges, people that got rugged people that got wrecked you know and then um if you do if you do qualify i don't know if you were here earlier but we do have a validator for evmos called cosmos spaces 
should be like number 40, like around 44 or 45 on the list. And I'll pin the uh, disperse link up here so you can check the uh, validator set for Evmos. Yeah, and we plan on doing a lot of things, uh, obviously more than just the show. You know, I love doing these things because I feel like I'm educating people in, in different, you know, ways of life and all that. So we, we really look forward to all this. And then we're, you know, we just did it because we wanted to do it. And um, these shows are just amazing. I love hearing from everyone about whatever topic. It doesn't even technically have to be about crypto. It's just, it's just a big, huge community. So I got Secret Dow and Ned Father going to stop by and talk more about just NFTs and what they can do and things like that. So which, whichever one wants to speak first. Oh, uh, it cut off. What What was the last thing you said? Oh, I just said, you. I just, yeah, having you guys up, whichever one wants to speak and then uh, just, yeah, do your thing. Thanks for stopping by. Oh, well, uh, thanks for having us. Um, Leon just messaged me pretty much and asked me to join this. So uh, happy to talk a little bit about Secret Dow or... What, what what is what is the discussion so far about? I mean, it's been all NFT chatter. So any any, I, I just got off. Uh, I was just speaking in realms to personally what an NFT meant to me, and uh, you know, not to go through all of it again, but basically, bef- I didn't own any NFTs until Secret started their NFT launches, and I said that basically it means more than just art and. Um, it's people that say about if they have any negative thoughts or connotations about nfts it's it's almost to me like being a kid and your relative or your family member wants you to try some sort of food out and you're like i don't like that but you've never tried it before in your life and i think that's kind of like how nfts resonated with me once i went down that rabbit hole i have to take myself away from cool and like your your launch i grabbed two of them and i had to stop like i literally have it's like I, I want to keep getting more of them because I just love the NFTs. And I was saying about the communities and like the camaraderie, and it's just like the, it's it's awesome. Like what NFTs can do for for one. I, it's honestly, it's almost kind of like uh, put a pep in my step, so to speak, is getting involved with with NFT projects. And I always say that you never know who's on the other end and like who that person is and right. stuff like that. So it's really cool. Well, on that line, I can I can say some things. Um, so my first NFT was, uh, um, crypto kitty, uh, the original NFTs or whatever. Uh, and I hadn't, I hadn't bought any other NFTs until secret NFTs. And, you know, we, we didn't really directly get involved, um, in NFTs. I did, I do like come friends with Mr. Minded. I've known him for a decade plus. Uh, I did kind of like invite him and nudge him to get into secret. And he did ample agents on his own, right? Like I just kind of nudged him in the NFT direction um, a little. And uh, what I'll say about NFTs so far, especially secret NFTs, is my view on NFTs and like why they're so tightly connected to the secret DAO project is that NFTs breathe life and like uh, it, it like breathes a personal touch into projects, I think, right? Like there's so many of these transactional DAOs and transactional crypto projects and just something about having the art connected to it, having an avatar uh, and having that be like an important element in a project 
I feel like it's pulling in different types of people. I feel like it's pull, pulling in new types of people. And I feel like it has like a human touch, whereas something like Uniswap doesn't have a human touch, for example. Um, Aragon, uh, which I actually like, you know, they I, like if I'm describing Aragon uh, in in a way that I would if I'm thinking about it in a way like I would think about Secret DAO, I would say Aragon is far more utilitarian. And I think it's it's because they don't have that like breath of life uh, that is brought by NFTs. Yeah, for sure. And I think a lot of people don't realize like NF NFTs aren't going anywhere. And they're only going to evolve, evolve like like we all we do, and it's going to be more than just a piece of art. And you know, you're gonna if you want to touch on kind of what you guys are trying to do with your DAO and like your kind of your roadmap and what you see. I don't want to say just necessarily your project, but but like NFTs in general. Uh, what what you see out of those going forward in the future? Sure. Uh, so. I really view DAOs as the the perfect companion for NFTs, right? Like uh, art stands on its own, but the NFT communities are evolving a bit, and they want more. They want more. Um, they like the art, but they they want to be able to coordinate. Uh, they want to be able to make decisions together. They want to be able to like push forward mutually. Uh, beneficial goals and, you know, initiatives and things like that. So I really just think, like, I think NFTs are great, but I think most of the NFT communities pretty much are lacking in the tooling for coordination. Uh, so what we're trying to do with Secret DAO is solve that component of it. Um, I mean, that, that's the gist, essentially. All right, so kind of tidbitting off of that. So say like a pre-existent, um, community. Like we'll just use because I'm in, I'm involved with like Redacted Club and uh, like what I guess your service that you guys are trying to go for. Like what could you do with th these other communities that are already kind of like an established community? How can you collaborate and both help like synchronize one another, so to speak? So an example of what you could do with an existing collection is the collection. The, the person that deployed the collection, kind of like how they're the one that needs to enable trading on Stash if you want your collection to be tradable on Stash. The person who deployed uh, the, the NFT collection would be able to bring the NFT collection into a DAO that they launch. Uh, so that would allow them to create an initial set of rules for how much voting power each NFT has. And each DAO will be sovereign. So, you know, one DAO is going to have voting power for their NFTs differently than another DAO. Maybe another DAO won't even let NFTs vote in their DAO. Um, and they'll just want a governance token and things uh, like essentially along those lines. So if you bring an existing collection, you deploy a DAO with it, pretty much you'll instantly be able to uh, make proposals and have people that are in that DAO in your community vote on them privately. Yeah, I'd like to piggyback a little on that too. Uh, this is Leon from Secret DAO as well. Um, but it's, it's funny enough that you said uh, the Redacted Club, because even some of them have reached out to us in interest of Secret DAO. But um, a lot of the NFT communities that have reached out to us to, to try and get early access 
to the platform um, really are interested in the governance portion that we would essentially offer to these communities that are already built. Um, you know, a lot of these communities who are already built and who have already grown, they're looking to add a lot more utility to their projects. Um, and then on Secret DAO, that's pretty much what you add to to the project is more utility by allowing DAO functionalities. So a lot of NFT communities, both new and and grown already, have reached out to us, and that's what their main focus is is the the governance portion, um, being able to create tokens and add like I wouldn't say add voting power, but give voting power to the NFTs that they already have or something like that. So that's that's kind of the feedback we've been getting from NFT communities specifically. Um, and just one more thing to add to all this, uh, governance and voting is just the first bit of utility that we're focusing on communicating right now. Um, past governance and voting, there are other concepts where you can, so you could either hire somebody to make a custom contract for custom features like some DeFi things, or you could use uh, certain DeFi related contracts that we make that will be able to be added to the different DAOs. So these different communities, um, you know, I've, I've definitely been watching the NFT space for a while. Uh, and, you know, the people that create uh, these collections and want governance and want voting, they'll, they'll initially generally have like a way that they envision it. But as their community grows, their community asks for various different things that they may not have thought of. So one really important aspect to me is not creating something that will just limit them to like this one thing that we say initially, governance. Uh, we want to be able to make it so they can make very complex DAOs as well. Rather, they pull on their own devs or rather they make a proposal to the core DAO and ask us to build these features. Uh, we just want to provide paths for more complex things. So it's not a bunch of cookie cutter stuff. Nice. So disclaimer, I minted uh, two cats yesterday and one of them happened. I, I, I've been running really good, man. Like the universe has been really good to me lately. I, the one that I minted was an awesome, was an osmosis one. Uh, I didn't even realize it at first. And then Claire, she said, oh, you got an osmosis one. And I'm like, wow, that's crazy. It's it's crazy. So like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So my first redacted that I ever minted was an inmate. And I just liked it. It's kind of like my persona. It's been like my my uh, theme, so to speak, was him right off the bat. And then uh, Meta, Meta Rats came by and I was like, yeah, I'll just mint one or two. And the the very first one I minted was one that I was like, eh, what? I wasn't like too too crazy about. And then the second one I minted was an inmate rat. So like then then it just like became a thing. Now it's like I got an inmate rat, and then I got an inmate rabbit, and then uh, yeah. So it's just like yeah, it's 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 crazy. And then I created you know art behind it. And uh, so I, well, one one question I had about your your uh, website is you had three collections on there. So like the first one was the cats. Like you know, are you allowed to say what the next two are, or like how does that work? Sure, sure. 
So the next collection is are the steers, and you'll you'll have seen if you looked at the pitch deck, you'll have seen some of the steers. Um, so that's the that's the next one, and the third one we are not communicating quite yet what it is. Okay, and is it going to be the same mint price, the fifty five uh, secret secret for the second collection? Unknown at this exact point, but we do know it'll be a smaller collection. Okay, cool. Yeah, I like the small. I prefer the smaller collections if it's uh, just like a collection based. I and then obviously if it's a bigger one, like we just had Meta Wawa come on and they're doing something with Passage, and it's going to be like a player, you know, like a metaverse play. So then in that instance, then yeah, I would prefer for for more because you wouldn't just want you know to exclude right. all a bunch of community members if you just did say like a thousand, and then you know what happens if. 10,000 people want to be a part of that game. Right, or right. Like that. So, but yeah, so the, I, reason, the, reason why, uh, the reason why we're thinking about it the way we are is because currently our thoughts are that the only people in the core DAO, not other people's DAOs, other people who launch DAOs can decide how that works. But uh, with the core DAO, we're thinking the only people who can propose things are people that have one of the NFTs from the Cyclops Circus collections or Ample Agents. Yeah, I want an Ample Agent. I really do. <laughs> They're so cool. There are, uh, I, you know, I'm not a decision maker really on the Ample Agents side. And I don't take anything I say as Mr. Minded's plans there. But I, I do know that he actually did make like eight more Ample Agents than he had initially released and i don't know what the plans are around them uh but i do know there's a there's a few more yeah that's awesome yeah i mean i just i love nfts that's crazy it's like i i'm i'm about to be 36 here in a few days now and i never thought in the wildest dream that i would ever have any 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 nfts like i said i always had that thought like, oh they're stupid like Ugh. like like an old old miserable man yeah and uh and once I went down that rabbit hole, I, I see what the lore is about them. They're just, it's awesome. It's like, like I said, it's, it's just more than just art. You get to meet like cool people and, and just, it's like, you know, and plus at the end of the day, we, we need to have fun in life. You know, I, I work so hard. So I'm like, you know what? I need to have some fun too. And I think that's what NFTs do. They do, they, they like make you a kid again. You know, I'm, I'm about to be 36 and it's like, I feel like a kid. I feel like I'm having fun too doing this. So it's, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, and 36, damn, man, I'm about to be 42, so you're young in my eyes, man. My kids <laughs> call me Boomer all the damn time. But, um, yeah, man, and, and I know this is probably mentioned, but, you, you know, the utility aspect is is everything, and it's so cool to hear them talk about the DAO and stuff like that because a lot of people have been talking to us about that. But, um, you know, the community is everything. That's kind of the fascinating part about that. But NFTs, you're right, man. It, it it allows you to have some fun and it brings in a different, a broader audience too, though, um, that people might not have been interested in something. It brings them in, but yeah, it's fun. And, and I think a lot of people are the same way, Oh, this is stupid. But then, like you said, and we mentioned, you go down that rabbit hole and you're like, okay, I, I didn't know shit. Right. Um, but mm -hmm. it, it, it's awesome. It's awesome to get involved in this community. And, and thanks for talking about that Dow stuff. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff that they just mentioned and, uh, I just followed a couple of them. Yeah, so uh, yeah, there's going to be more real life applications too. I mean, I 
I'm kind of working on something behind the scenes. It's a secret project too, to, to kind of bring some, some of these um, already established communities together and also real and real life partnerships. You know, it's going to be just, like I said, it's going to be more than, uh, you know, there's having said that there's always been kind of in life. There's always been, even from the day of dawn, basically, there's always been like secret societies and secret, uh, you know, communities between humans and stuff like that. And it's kind of, in a way, it's kind of what, what, you know, NFTs are. It's like a, it's like a social club and it's just, there's just so many things like the, it's going to evolve into so much more than just a piece of art that you hang on your wall or just have on your computer. And it's, it's going to be crazy to see. It's just like crypto in general. That's what I get, you know, so amped up about is all the possibilities. It's just like endless, endless possibilities with technology and blockchain and IBC in general. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. The, the utility, I mean, it, it's unreal. Like what, what the possibilities are. You, you think that, you know, we threw out some utility that we want to do, but then, you know, your community gets involved and people are like, Oh, well, what about this? What about that? And it's like, Holy shit. Right. I mean, I was only thinking about one thing, right. But I'm not seeing the forest for the trees. And that's the exciting part about the community aspect and the DAO and having, you know, these NFTs almost serve as kind of like a membership into that. And it's um, having that community be around it and be able to participate and stuff. It's, it's exciting. And like you said, I mean, this is just the very beginning. I mean, and we're in the best place in the cosmos to do this and that community participation. It's, it's just mind blowing of where we could be in a few years and what we're doing with um, NFTs. Yeah. Another thing you kind of, I guess a real world application in, in a way is if you apply for a job in real life and say you go to one university and the person that is, you know, the interviewee, so to speak, you know, the, the interviewers get, you know, you went to the same college or whatnot, you know, same alumni or whatever, most likely you're probably going to get that job. And it's kind of like the same thing with NFTs. You know, I have a bias towards the ones that I'm already in and it's not like I'm not going to get in other ones, but if someone reaches out to me and they're like a bunny or whatever, I'm going to, I'm going to go above and beyond for them. You know what I mean? Not that I don't do that with other random people out there, but it's, it's just like, Oh man, this dude, this dude has a bunny or this guy, you know, it's just, it's kind of like the the thing, so to speak too. So it's going to be kind of the same way. Yeah, I, I just want to quickly say, like, I was, I was one of the biggest skeptics of NFTs in general. Like when it first started becoming super popular, I thought the whole right-click save phenomena was just gonna ruin it and everything like that. But then once I started looking at these projects who actually have like great utility in their in their projects, like for example, if one holds voting power, or if you can stake NFTs to be el- eligible for airdrops or anything like that that's when I start to get really interested in it because it's almost like a, a different way of creating a coin, but this time it's, it's art. So I just love the idea of adding utility. I'm still, you know, skeptical about some of these NFTs that have no utility. Um, but for the ones that do, at least I can confidently say that they make me more supportive of NFT communities if they add some kind of utility to their projects. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, the the utility is great because, you know, it it keeps people around, too. It's not just, hey, buy an NFT or, hey, we're minting some NFTs and we make a quick buck and run off. I mean, we're trying to get people to, you know, stake these and and 
you know, get some commission discounts is a big thing that we're doing. But, you know, that kind of, you know, we want people to stick around in the cosmos and use that utility. And I think hopefully we can be an active participant and help the cosmos grow in that. And um, it, it's it's just exciting. And we want we want people to be active in, in this community. And hopefully, you know, our little NFTs can, can help in a little way um, the cosmos be a better place. So, but the utility... Art is great, but badass art with utility is is a whole nother level, and uh, it's just exciting. Sorry, I'm rambling. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not going anywhere, man. It's just you know, even before NFTs were a thing, people always collect something, man. Like I know myself, growing up, I was always kind of like a sneakerhead, always like collecting shoes, and I I still do. I you know, I'll bust out a pair of Jordans like once a year on a certain day or something. You know, like I just. I've always been fascinated with art and this is no, this is no different. You know, it's just modern day and it'll, it'll last forever. So, you know, it's, I'm not, like I said, I'm just looking forward to what it's going to be next for sure. My favorite, my first NFT, I mean, was in the cosmos that, uh, the ape. So I always say this, I always say this, but like, I, I think, uh, Cosmo clay a lot for, for giving me that ape, man. It meant, it meant a lot to me. And, now I'm just, you know, really interested in all the other ones that are coming out. Oh, I think speakers. Hey, speaker, go ahead, bud. Yes, hi. Um, can I share with you how I um, talk to other people who don't understand NFTs, um, some of the boomers, about the value proposition of NFTs? Um, this is what I tell them. Um, I say, well, you know, you probably have a membership to a, a, a country club. You probably pay $200,000 a year. Why do you do that? Uh, you still have to pay to pay golf. You still have to pay to, to dine there, go to their uh, restaurant. Um, but you do that because of number one status, which is, by the way, has been with us. Uh, valuing status has been with us for thousands of years. Um, you go there to mingle with people, uh, kind of the higher socioeconomic status people, people who have influenced boomers like yourself. Um, that's a value to you. Now, at the end of the year, your $200,000 is gone. You have nothing to show for it. You can't sell. You have to pay again another $200,000. Imagine you pay $200,000. And this is an example I give them. This applies to all the other NFTs, right? This is not, you know, I'm, you know, I give them the example of CryptoPunks or, or Board Ape because, you know, they understand it better. I say, well, you, you buy one for $200,000. Uh, it doesn't expire. It goes up in value. You can resell it later. In the meantime, you can mingle in events with, um, with these celebrities. You get the status online and offline. You get to go to concerts. You get to get deals on restaurants and, and clubs, et cetera. And, um, and you get dropped other NFTs. And there's some stream of income as well. So how is that getting um, a, a one-year membership in a country club that gives you very little is okay, but you look down on buying an NFT that gives you so much. So th this is kind of the, the, the thing that the spill I give them and they seem to understand it. And, and I just wanted to share that with you. Yeah. It's, it's, thanks for sharing that. And you could touch on this because you've been an army member way longer than I have. I've only been it for a couple of days now. 
But the Telegram chat, I mean, there's just so much juicy information in there. There's just, you know, like, and that's just one of the rooms. And you only get in it by verifying on blockchain that that's your NFT. So once you do that, then now you have exclusivity to people that are brainiacs, they're geniuses, they're involved with all kinds of different things going on. So, you know, that's that's the thing about NFTs that you don't know. Like, I can't say that enough. You can't emphasize it enough. You don't know who that other person is. They literally might be a billionaire. Like, you, you don't know who that person is, but you can tell by the way they speak and the knowledge that they present that they know what they're talking about. And I just know through some of these groups that I've been involved with, that you know, my my mind is shot. I, I feel like I I'm a pretty intelligent individual, and I'm like this guy's next level. Like I, this guy knows what he's talking about. So if you want to just touch on like just like the army part of it, please. Well, um, I, I feel the same way that you do. Honestly, I I, I you know I'm not a developer. I'm not a techie, but uh, uh, but I've learned so much. Um, I've learned a lot, and just being part of it is is so exciting and learning from it. And uh, now does it kind of change the, the direction of my thinking and my investments? It probably does too. So financially, I also benefit from it. Um, so uh, just very excited to be part of it. I, that's all I can say. Yeah, I totally, I second that, you know, it's like, you know, you, people have made livings being like a financial advisor and actually, that's what I've done my, most of my life is, you know, I'm a tax accountant and I, I do give in real life financial advice to people. None of the stuff that I say here is actually financial advice, but, you know, people pay that for that service. And like you said, they might get a yearly return and they get to learn something. But if you're in some of these NFT groups, it's it's for like basically for life. It's a one time fee. And, you know, it, wherever it goes, it goes. It's like, it's, to me, it's, it's a great return on your investment. You get a, you know, you get a piece of art that's, it's yours forever. You get a part of whatever club, so to speak, it's, it's there forever. And you never know what you're going to learn. Like you, like there's, you can't put a price on knowledge, you know, like I, I said earlier, I don't know if you were on the show, but I was, did all my research and randomly one day, and this doesn't have anything to do with an NFT, but you know, I randomly tune into a show and I, I learn about osmosis and what it is. And then I go do my research and it literally changed my life. And that's what some of these NFT projects can do. You can get a part of it, get a cool piece of art, get to meet people, get to talk. And it's like they it's like a big family. You know, no one's ever going to make you feel stupid for asking a, a question that maybe you, you may think it's stupid. Just like when people ask questions on here, I always say it's not there's no such thing as a stupid question. Please ask. And, and that goes for anyone who's listening, just wants to listen and, and they, they never want to speak on the show. That's great. If you want to DM us or get on our Discord or or our Telegram and ask questions, we'll answer them. And it doesn't matter what level of, of a conversation. So just wanted to share that. Yes, and thank you very much for uh, for uh, your involvement and getting us all together. And this is very valuable. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. I take so much pleasure. I get so giddy about it. You know, I don't really have that much time on the weekends, but I really do look forward to to this. It's like uh, because I'm I'm on the computer all day, and yes, I do get on some calls and stuff like that. But it's like the first time, like pretty much all week, that I get to actually talk to people like with my mouth, so to speak. So it's, it's kind of a breath of fresh air because I just, I'm sitting there typing all day long and it's, it's, it's definitely nice. I love hearing from people too. I, I always, I always got a place for uh, when you stop by, you always spread some good knowledge too. So thanks for sharing. Thank you very much. So does anyone else have anything to, to, to share or 
have any questions, please raise your hand. It could be about anything. It doesn't even have to be about NFTs. It could be about anything. I see a lot of rabbits in here. What's up, rabbits? Can I just can Rusty, I just comment up? on something about? Uh, sorry, man. I don't want to just keep talking, but um, the one thing that separates. Well, I mean, there's plenty of things that separate, but the cosmos, like you said, I mean, they're in a stupid questions, and I see people asking questions and getting answered. You know, if if you're the kind of person who thinks that that's a stupid question or above answering that, I mean, you're just a dick. Um, and you don't see a lot of that um, here in the cosmos, and that's what I love about it. I mean, you, if you don't and you you act like you're better than someone, that's that's driving someone away, and that's just an uncool thing. But um, I've never seen, and I've been involved in a lot of crypto communities, um, but there's just nothing like this. I mean, like I said, I could gush about it all day. It makes me feel like I'm an old hippie or something, man. But it's nothing but love here, and I absolutely love that. And I mean, anyone on here, I mean, as I say. Anyone can ask me a question. I'll respond to every single person on Twitter. Anyone who reaches out to me, I will always answer any questions. And and I think most people out here are like that. And I know that you all, the Cosmos space, um, definitely are. So, I mean, props to y'all. Props to everyone out there. It's it's a great community to get involved with. Oh, yeah, man. It's like I, I feel like most people, if you got lucky and started off with Cosmos, then touche. But most people you know, in crypto, they started off with, um, you know, Ethereum or Bitcoin. And there is a lot of that negativity and toxicity. And, and once I found, um, you know, I got lucky to find IBC, I can completely agree with that. There's been really, I mean, people might have a, a difference of opinion, which is fine, but there's none of that like bashing or making you feel unwanted or, or unintelligent or, or whatever the case is. It's like they go above and beyond. And that's, that's one of the reasons it was crazy is, when that's just my personality is like to try to help others. I remember when I first got into osmosis, I was so enamored with it. I was in a telegram chat and just learning and, and being a part of it with, with not, with no monetary thinking of it. And then one day just through all my hard work and, and really wanting to be a part of the project, I got offered, Hey, would you like to be a part of it? You know, be a part of this. And then, you know, it's, it's just what, what you can do. If you really put your mind to it, and you want to get involved with crypto, you have to do the work. You can't just ask like, hey, can I help your project out? You have to show it. You know, people are watching. I know I watch all the time. I'm, I'm in so many different groups and I see some of the same people all the time in different different communities within IBC. I could tell you one, that if they're always in there, you know, they're probably learning a lot. And two, they want to be a part of this. And then people notice that. That's And IBC is growing so, so fast. And so big that we don't have enough help. So if you are involved, I can pretty much guarantee you if, you, if you're a good person and you have a good heart and you really want to be a part of it, like and I'm talking about actually potentially getting paid in crypto with whatever project that's in IBC, it's a possibility. So just keep that in mind for anyone that's out there. If you really put the time in and you learn and you're knowledgeable and you're helpful, I, I is regardless if it's coming back monetary or not, good things are going to happen. I firmly believe that that good things happen to good people, and I I try to do as much as I can. And I feel like a lot of good things have happened to me, and um, I didn't ask for that stuff. It just kind of happened because I I put my heart and soul into it. And I feel like that's the thing about IBC that everyone could do is if you put your mind to it. I know some people are super busy, have a family, you might have a crazy job and all that, but. If you put your mind to it, man, good things are going to happen. I really feel like that.
but pe- people probably see that from you and they want to be around that. So that's the thing. This positivity, it breeds, right? People want to be around that. I don't want to be around assholes. So if I see you out there helping, I'll be like, man, if I've got a project, hey, I want somebody like that on my team. And it's just contagious. And it's it's just great. And if you came in, if you're new to crypto and you just come into the cosmos, I mean, you hit the lottery um, real quick. You know, I just like everyone, I I came in through Ethereum and then I was big into crypto trading. And just one day I was just sitting in my bed and watching, flipping through YouTube. And I watched this video from the Scottish guy talking about um, about osmosis and it changed my life. I mean, literally since then, I went out and started exploring everything and I've never been the same since. And it's and I, you know, went down that rabbit hole and and I sure as hell ain't climbing my way out. I don't want to. So shout outs to that guy on YouTube. Exactly. And I don't even know who that guy is. I've probably seen his show out of, out of nowhere. And, and I suggest that for anyone that's in here is not necessarily to, to look at like someone. I mean, Crypto Cito is obviously good, but he started with nothing and built his way up. Um, you can get so much valuable information off of people that basically don't have a lot of followers or don't have a lot of subscribers. Because if they're in it, they're probably not even making any money. And they're in it because they want to do it. So you can get a lot of like just juicy info off of people like that. So if you are into, hey, I, I want to spend an hour a day uh, reviewing some some uh, YouTube, you know, I, I have plenty of people. You know, crypto. I I like if you're if you're an older, um, you know, an older individual, you you may take a lot of, of valuable information off of uh, crypto rich. He. Uh, he makes the information because he's a little bit older. He makes the information. Uh, I don't want to say simplistic, but he tones it down where you're not overwhelmed. And I feel like one of the things about the show is I try to do is, is balance that. And a lot of times is, you know, we just had secret Dow on here. They're probably speaking some things and it's going over a lot of people's heads, but crypto riches show, he, he takes it down a notch and makes it really like ABC, so to speak. So, you know, if you're older and you want someone to to watch, I I I would recommend him in a heartbeat for sure. Um, yeah, and just kind of like uh, building off what Haas was saying. You know, like if you really put your mind to it, you put the effort in, and you just put yourself out there, anything's possible. Um, you know, like we kind of just started doing this just for fun to connect and to have you know a group to be able to do some spaces with and help each other. And uh, you know, doing that led us to you know the Osmosis uh, support team and the support support lab uh, recognizing what we were doing, and they reached out and wanted to uh, you know kind of help us what we're doing, and so we can continue doing this for for the community. Um, so they're actually uh, this is kind of like our first official announcement for it. They're our uh, main channel partner, um, so they're really like helping us make sure that we can continue to keep doing this, um, continue to like bring you guys education, giveaways, um, and just making sure that. You know, again, like I said, it gets another example of just like crypto changing people's lives. And if you put yourself out there, you know, you'll be surprised what happens. The universe will reward you. So we want to thank the uh, Osmosis Support Lab uh, for doing this for us and making all this possible. You know, so there's lots of lots more things to come. Yeah, that's I mean, I obviously I'm involved with the, with the Osmosis side of it. But, you know, they've changed my life for sure. And they give back and there's they're doing so many new things and and, uh they're evolving as essentially as a community too for knowledge because they understand that uh crypto is a big learning curve especially ibc and they're trying to they're going to be coming out with all kind of videos and all kind of documents and stuff like that to make it 
like really simple for for people and and the devs and people even at kepler like josh and sonny they're going to make it eventually it's going to be so simple that it's just going to be simple you're going to there's really going to be no way of messing up so to speak so once that once that happens then i just see an influx of capital just just flooding into ibc not only that there's all kind of bridges coming over i don't know if you guys were in earlier but there's g g was talking about you know solana and and all all these other um huge blockchains that are kind of on a remote island they're just going to enable cosmos sdk which like again to try to make it a simplistic uh terminology for someone it's like they're speaking a completely different language and cosmos is like the universal language now it's like okay these other blockchains they're just going to connect they want to be able to speak the same language and not and you know be able to do that so once all those other ecosystems come over it's just it, it makes no sense for them not to so you're still early so if you're in here and you're like man i i i i hear this guy talking about getting juno at like four dollars and i hear this guy talking about this am i late no not again not financial advice but you're still so early like if you go on osmosis there's only i say only but there's still less than two billion total value lock i could see billions and billions of dollars being locked into osmosis and ibc and, and we're still years away from total just complete you know everyone's encrypted i think eventually everyone's going to be encrypted and we're still so early like i think the market's only a couple trillion or whatever it is which i can see that like 10x and over the next four or five years so you're still super early and i got a question from a community member this can go to either rusty or dow secret dow if you don't mind asking or answering this but it's like a simplistic um nft chat conversation it says what is the difference between minting and buying that's number one the second one says if i am an artist and want to create an nft what's the best place to start i mean any suggestions which platforms to use photoshop etc and the third part hopefully you guys remember all this but what does a rank number mean lower the rank more important or more effort to put in to create the nft or more expensive so if one of you guys want to answer that. Rusty, you, did you hear that question? Yeah, I, I'm here. I just feel like I've been blabbing a lot. I <laughs> wanted to give somebody else oh, no. a chance to talk. So, hey, man, I talk, I talk enough. I need, to, I need someone to give me a break. It, but it's your show, brother. So, um, yeah, um, you, you know, as far as a platform, I mean, we've been – we launched a, a small little series on, on OmniFlix, and – it's been fantastic so far. I can't speak enough about uh, about Sisla and uh, that whole team over there. They're really busting their ass, and the platform is brand new, but it's so easy to go on there. And you know, with us, we have a whole um, crew of different artists that we're trying to support, uh, and we've been able to get a bunch of them on there, and they've had uh, easy success. That they're really trying to make it as simple as possible because that's. Um, what it's all about. I mean, we're, we're working with all these artists and we have a program called Not Supported Artists where we're helping them. The problem that a lot of them were seeing was coming in and it was difficult for them because they didn't have a coding background, right? They're, they just want to make art. They didn't want to have to deal with all of the other stuff. So um, OmniFlix has been fantastic to use. Um, you know, on Ethereum, OpenSea is great, but you have to deal with all the expensive uh, Ethereum fees. And so um, Stargazer hopefully will be really simple as well too. Um, it hasn't launched yet. We've been in the test net dealing with that stuff, but hopefully that should be um, 
pretty smooth as well. But for right now, the one I'm going to go with is OmniFlix. It's just simple. It's been great. And I can't give enough uh, enough props to those guys. And then minting the NFT is when you know, you're know you putting your artwork, you're getting it out there onto the blockchain. So you you take your art, you mint it, and then you list it out there with whatever price that you want to, your corresponding price that you want to sell that artwork for. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll touch up on a little bit on like where NFT artists can start, I guess. Um, well, for us specifically over at the Secret Network, we're pretty, we're pretty open to about everybody who is wanting to start a project. But really, you want to pick a network that, you know, you want to build on. Um, and literally, what a bunch of communities have been doing um, for us right now is literally just reaching out over Telegram or Discord and asking questions. Um, the Secret Network I know is really good about it. I'm sure other networks are really good about it too. But um, in terms of if you already have your art and you already have your community um, and you want to build more, I would probably just reach out to anybody who is offering that. So I know like the Juno network has Dow Dow, or you can go to Secret Network um, and use Secret Dow to create more utility for your artists um, or for your NFT project. But I think that somebody here, and I, I think he just got on, but somebody here who could talk about where you can actually start in terms of like creating your art. I think Mr. Minded could probably touch on that a little bit. Are you here? Yeah. I've been uh, just quietly listening in the background and figure maybe I'll take time to speak real quick. But uh, as far as how we got started, uh, everything is just essentially drawn by hand. Uh, a lot of this stuff was just concepts that I tooled on paper, on a pencil, and then brought into programs either like Illustrator or Photoshop. Um, there are also other surfaces too you can use like something like procreate uh with apple or else there also are some too that don't necessarily have the screen that you can still hook up to an imac or something else like that for that matter uh, that's more for some of the 2d stuff if you wanted to get into the some of the 3d things like we've been using as well um there is blend blender uh there is the um unreal as well and then there is unity too as some of the other ones so there are some some of those are open source some of those are um, free to use other ones you can find two comparables like uh, affinity for example is very comparable to what photoshop does um, and illustrator as far as your ability um, and it's about i'd say a third of the cost although there are some really cool features now with adobe to where you can just pay you know maybe a monthly subscription to use their services for the time you need it uh, just to create your nfts but there really isn't a wrong way to go about it. It's really about what you're trying to create and utilizing the tools you have at your discretion um, and just kind of going from there. Yeah, and real quick, I'm not trying to steal the whole spot or anything here, Haas, so, uh, but real quick, Mr. Minded is is the creator of Ample Agents as well as the Cataclops collection that we just recently released. So um, I would probably, you know, take his his opinions on where to start pretty as a pretty good resource just because you know he was he started off <clears throat> as just a person who didn't know any anything about nfts and then he just went ahead and did it by asking questions um going to a network that that you know he he trusts and want, wanted to build on but i'm not trying to speak for mr minded but i just want to give a background on that since he just came on yeah it's awesome man i love that i love the artwork so I'm, i got i have two cats so 
<laughs> I want to get I want to get a uh, ample agent. I'm gonna get one eventually for sure. Yeah, Mister Minded. Just just we were talking about this earlier, but um, Ian had mentioned that you had made uh, some other ample agents that weren't released in the collection, and I personally want to ask, like, what do you plan to do with those? Because <laughs> even I don't know. Well, so there were some that we made specifically just for promotional purposes that I didn't want to include in the initial minting process just to kind of keep that number specific. Uh, there is the ability to make more, but we kind of toned that back and left it at that number um, and left it there just in case, you know, the community did want to do a second launch of some sort uh, for those that did miss out because it was only a small number at 69. One thing that we did discuss, though, too, in the process of that, though, between then and now is uh, maybe having the original ample agent holders or holders of version one have a say in the creation and design of what version two would look like at some point. And if anything, that would be something that would maybe come to later in the year. Um, as far as a version two, as we were kind of just focusing on now with secret DAO and everything, but that is not anything that is out of the picture to be able to do. Um, these are just some of the kind of the ideas that we tossed around behind the scenes. Um, so there are some that, you know, just didn't make it. And part of that was just my own um, creative, I just wasn't happy with what they way they looked aesthetically a little bit. So there was some of that as well. But um, the ones that we did make it out there um, that are out there are just generation one. Um, and as far as generation two goes with any of the other ones that were made that didn't make it, I don't know if those will ever see the light of day. Um, and that's where having the community create version two might be even more um, exciting. So. so I had another question from a community member. I kind of know the answer, but I, I know you you guys are way more into to the this side of it. So I'm going to prefer that you guys answer this question. But it says, what does a rank number mean? The lo it, Is the lower the rank, the more effort that you put in to create the NFT and more expensive? That kind of depends upon, I guess, how um, the project has it set up. Sometimes, you know, um, it's the higher the rank or the lower the number that is possibly based on the different rarity factors or weights that were incorporated. So it might include something in that art that you won't find um, as often in the rest of the collection. And because of that, there is a draw to uh, possibly you can, you know, have some value with that in that aspect, I guess is what I'm trying to get at because of that rarity factor. Um, so that's kind of something that comes to light with that or with that consideration. It kind of depends on too what the project wanted, how they want to go about it as well. Um, I've seen some projects go kind of a, re a reverse thing where some of the more common traits were rare and some of the more like complex things were a more common thing just to kind of do an inverted thing. This was on, on another chain. I saw someone do it, but I thought that was interesting too. But, you know, you can kind of really experiment with that when it comes to generative projects. But if a lot of the stuff is drawn by hand, it's really going to be based upon how you want to implement that rarity as opposed to, I mean, it also comes with the, with the weights too, but um, there is some different ways to go about it. Nice. So do you think there's any, I guess this would probably be yes for this question, but is you think that it's common for projects to just randomly have a random generator that just decides what the rarities are? You know, that's a good question. I don't know if it would depend. I know like with the Cataclops, these, everything had an intention to it. Uh, we wanted certain things to have certain rarity over others. So, I mean, this was all things that we intended, but I don't know if there are projects out there that maybe just say, hey, this is what I've got for attributes. This is what we've all drawn up or created. We're just going to, you know, put it in, you know, Python code or put it in code and see what happens. But you you do almost need to still have those rarity or weight factors to it. And that is something where I don't know if there is um, 
something created where it'll just do it for you. But I really, for what we had to do with some of the stuff, it was all just implemented um, and done by hand uh, with that intention. Okay. Yeah, because I, 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 I check out some collections that, that maybe I don't have one yet. And I like look at the rarities and I, I guess everyone's taste is different, but some of them, the, the lower rarity ones, I'm like, this aesthetically looks a lot better than the, the ones that are in the top. So I, I, I was just curious. of. I can, I can I chime guess. in on it if you guys want. Uh, I'm not like super knowledgeable on the code side, but like I have some friends that do the NFT thing. Yeah, sure. Good. I, I was just leading, leading off to like, or ending off with my point was that uh, some of the projects that I have my eye on that I don't technically own any, maybe on stash or whatnot. Some of them, I'm, I look at them and I know, again, everyone's personality and, and taste may be different, but I'm like, man, aesthetically, the one that's actually cheaper looks a lot better than the, that higher ranked one. So I just kind of just curious, I guess everyone can have their own way of, of doing things. But to me, some of them may just seem like it was, it was a completely random generalized code that just decided what was higher ranked than the other yeah it pretty much is it's kind of like a like some of them and and i'm not bashing these projects by the way it's just how a lot of them are done and it's like uh it's really easy to produce these collections with these like auto generators because you do do the art and you like pick the attributes and the rarities and decide like which ones go where in a sense and how many there are of everyone it's just like a like a playing card concept you know you're like picking the attributes and then you just like hit generate and you crank out the collection because it like scrambles all the stuff so you just put in like each piece of of like art and then you just auto generate these collections so like it's really efficient actually but uh but it's not as much work as it looks like for one thing and i'm not like bashing them one thing i will mention too uh with the code that we worked with um shout out to secret lsc and the secret nodes dev team because the code that we inherited was a python code essentially that was it was um it was a broken code so we they had to go in and fix that in order for it to even work and then one of the things that we did have to do because we had i mean there were some of the attributes had about 20 or so uh, or more i think it was the clothing for example had 26 different variations we had to go in there because they weren't even we didn't do a 10 a 10 and a 10 like you might see across the board each of our attribute variations came in different numbers and because of that and because of that uniqueness we had to go in there and make sure that our percentages all made sense and we weren't generating you know certain things that wouldn't and certain things didn't get left out because of that so ours required a little bit more uh tooling and a little bit more dev work on that side of it uh as well as because we inherited that code that we you know that was open source um and i don't know if that's something that i believe that we had talked about making available at some point but um yeah aside from that though it, it really depends upon which way you go about it one thing with the ample agents because it was such a small amount uh, they are just a rare factor in themselves. And because we aren't sure what we're doing with a version two, you do have that factor to take into consideration. So it can be based on collection size. It can be based on the attribute. Uh, it can also be based on, you know, a few other variables too. Thank you. Maybe you can answer this uh, too. I know you're on the secret side. What are your thoughts? And I, I don't want this to sound like you're bashing any projects or or whatever, but, what is your thoughts on say someone starts off with a uh, collection one being on like s- secret network? How do you feel about them coming out with like a version two on a completely different blockchain? What are your thoughts on something like that? You know, I suppose that it depends upon what that does to the, how does that going to affect 
the first collection because the first people are going to say, okay, you know, is it going to be something where we get anything to gain from it? Is it going to be something where it's going to dilute the number? So all, all of a sudden the rarity is going to be messed up because it's on, or is it going to be affected because it's on a different blockchain? Um, these are some things I think that are taken in consideration or should be at least taken in consideration right away. But I think that if, you know, it depends upon if it's done correctly and if it's something that benefits, you know, all sides, I think there is some, unique things that can be done cross chain uh as long as it doesn't look too of course cash grabby from a certain perspective um and that's where you can implement things like a dao and other stuff in that light or do doubts about dao to dao communication if you had some some of that ability um if you were going to do some cross chain efforts yeah i want to talk on this just a little bit um but i wanted to say that i think going on to a new chain if you started on a different chain uh, really just depends on what the community says. I, I know a lot of these NFTs or NFT communities uh, are involving their communities quite a bit in, in the say of their project. So I think if the overall consensus is, is to go to a new chain, then there's obviously some benefit that the community or the, or the dev team is looking at and has hopefully communicated with the rest of the uh, community and if they voted that way, or if they all have a consensus to go to a new chain, I I don't really see that much of a problem with it. All right, thanks for sharing. Because I know I've I've been seeing that lately. A couple projects that are they may have started on secret, and they're going over to like pa- uh, not a passage, but um, yeah, um, I can't remember which one I've seen, but it was completely like a different blockchain, like their, their second vault, uh, second collection. So I didn't know how that was going to work. The thing that worries me in general with some of these collections is the the dilution that's that's what always worries me so if you you bought collection one and it was on this blockchain and now they're doing a collection two on a different and it's kind of just like a spin-off and not really that much of a difference between the two collections i think maybe that kind of looks like a cash grab i'm not going to try to be rude or anything kind of i don't know it, it, to me it, it should be like a completely different collection maybe not yeah. even have anything to do with the first collection perception is key in that too and that's kind of what i was mentioning it's if you're going to do that is that going to affect the rarity and dilution of your first one um it it should also this is just my own personal opinion it should come with a reasoning too why are you doing this um and what benefit does it come you know to gen one holders on this other blockchain um i mean partly you would just like to make it seem like you're not jumping from chain to chain um you would hope at least there is some intention to what you're creating and you know taking community into consideration as well with that matter. Yep. So I just had someone raise their hand. Uh, I have a couple of speakers on here. Uh, Pepley, I know you've had, you've had your uh, hand up and I put you as a speaker a long time ago. So if you have something to sh- chime in, please do so. Pepley, you there? Sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong. All right. Well, I'm not sure if he's on Cosmos uh, Surf. Yeah. Hey, what's up guys. Thanks for uh, all this great conversation. Um, I'm a f- an artist, fine art artist, um, with photography, and I'm kind of want to put my um, photographs on uh, stars, um, stargaze, and I don't know. Just thinking about NFTs, and you know, how do you? I don't know how to deal with basically having a physical uh, version, like a, a you know, in real life, um, and that attached to the NFT. And my question to everybody is, you know, how do you feel about a physical having a physical nft on your wall and that being paired with an nft and then how that works with like a secondary market i don't know i've just got all these questions about uh, the physicalness of, of of it 
I love your eight, bro. Looks awesome. Thanks. What, one of the things that they, uh, well, at least with Stash, so there was, I actually sold a physical painting. It was minted as an NFT. It came with a way in the metadata to claim the painting. Contact me, and we could do that through. We did it through Alter ID as the exchange of information to keep it even more private through their Alter Mayor service. But uh, yeah. and they essentially claimed the physical painting because of that. And they now have it on their wall. Uh, it's actually a really cool concept because you are getting something tangible with it. I think people are either going to, depends upon the high, you know, the quality of the image, they'll either find a way to digitally encompass it on their wall, or they would even take like a photo or a painting as well to have that, you know, accompaniment. Um, I think that's kind of like the next thing that is we're seeing a lot of. There was another project as well that did uh, all claimable paintings too. So, I mean, I think that is, you're on the right track with that. It'd be interesting to see um, some more photography in that, in that field. Cool. Thank you. And then the concept of, let's say we have a physical uh, like photograph with the NFT, and then you want to sell that on. Um, do you, do, does the person that owns that NFT then sell the physical object as well? And then what if it's damaged? I, I'm kind of, my head's going in that direction. So then I guess in light of that, that that's where, I mean, you could only set up so many guidelines between you and that initial like sale or transaction. Uh, anything after that would have to be something where it'd be left to whoever owns it. And if they want to resell it and it'd be kind of in their hands from that point on, because you really couldn't you know, say anything. You would hope that they would obviously take care uh, and make sure that they're mindful of that if they do want to resell and keep that moving and having to say mail a tangible piece to somebody or ship it. Um, but that ends up becoming a thing where now it's just in their hands and in their control. Right. Um, that's where some things could get affected to where like, hey, I'm going to remint this or resell this, but you're not getting the physical piece. I'm keeping that. And that is something to where you would obviously hope that they're going to mention that if they're going to resell it. Um, yeah. And how that affects the price will still be based on what they decide to do with it. At that. Cool. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Thanks for, thanks for stopping by. I appreciate that. Uh, was it chronic? Hey, I just wanted to add to that. Um, I think we, we might see like a whole nother type of, you know, NFTs are based around that um, physical representation, if you will. Um, and like, you know, you can't tell and, you know, force anyone to do anything once they own, you know, an NFT that represents a real life collection, but you can set up an environment to um, allow them to you know, transfer that physical asset, say if they sold the NFT too. I think that like smart contracts and like escrow, you know, services to, um, you know, mitigate foul players in that process is definitely going to be um, integrated into like, you know, I, I just see like Amazon having NFTs representing what you bought and you just have like a history of those things, you know, it, it I really do see that being another explosive growth sector in NFTs itself. Um, yeah, I just wanted to mention that too. It's very similar to some stuff we're working on right now. Yeah, I think everything's going to be an NFT. You know, like like your your uh, your car registration or your deed to you know your your deed to your home, your your will. Like everything will be. Um, and I think that's why one of the use cases and utilities for like secret network is it's privacy by default and you can also produce, you know, the private key information that whenever you, you, whenever you choose to do so. So 
you know, you can have, um, yeah, just using randomly you can use like a, an example, like, uh, like a will or your retirement fund, like any, any type of thing. So I think that we're just starting NFTs and it's not going anywhere. Like it's just, there's going to be so many more utility and use cases for NFTs. So I, I agree with that for sure. Even just with the art in your house, or maybe you're just a, a well and you want to have, um, you know, hanging up in um there already is this but you you can have like a, a location where you have all these amazing pieces of art and has qr codes on it someone can come by and, and buy it right on the spot and you wouldn't even know they could just be in there click you know take a shot real quick and then purchase it right on their smartphone and now it's theirs basically you know the real, right on the blockchain yeah another example could be like nfc's representing fragile assets that you know could deteriorate or break really easily but um like say that like like a, a bong like a ten thousand dollar rig like if you push it off the table and it shatters now you don't it doesn't exist but the nft of it still does and you know if you want to utilize that into a DeFi ecosystem that can potentially you know earn rewards or something that's like yeah i, I see that becoming an a, a insurance i guess model but that's a scary ecosystem some insurance stuff <laughs> Yeah. Hey, Chronic. I actually uh, work in the industry, and we're working on some NFTs with bongs and such. <laughs> you mentioned that. Oh hell yeah! I know. I, I did. I didn't click on your profile until I like heard you talk about that. Like, who is this guy? <laughs> so, <laughs> that's awesome. That's cool. Definitely shoot us a DM on that. Want to learn more? Dude, hell yeah! All right. So, if anyone has any uh, closing thoughts or statements, I'm I'm down to run the show for just a slight bit longer. I usually try to only do till two, uh, well, my time it's noon to two. I'm East Coast, but it never lasts till two. It always goes further, and I can sit here all day long. But today has been well, the second day in a row where it's actually been really nice out where I live at. It's like 71 degrees. I have my windows open, and I almost feel like a normal human being for the first time. I I uh, I'm always in my house and. It's been so brutal this year, especially February. The whole month was just so brutal, so cold. The sun never came out. And then if it did come out, if you like looked out your window, you're like, damn, it looks nice out there. When it looks like that, you bet you better know that it's probably like freezing out, 10 degrees or so. But today's been like the first day um, where it feels like really good. And I'm sure it'll probably snow next week or something. So I kind of want to go out soon here and get some fresh air and maybe do a little exercising, but I'm down to, to run the show for just a little bit longer. If anyone wants to to ask anything and don't feel bad, I'm, I'm okay. If you want to say something or ask a question or if you have a project going on or whatever, whatever's going on, please do. Yeah. I was just going to say, can I add to that previous conversation real quick that there'll be probably a time and a place where you'll hold, you know, uh, my Taco Bell NFT or something or a restaurant one and that NFT will unlock like a secret menu item or something as well. I'm sure that's only a matter of time. Nice. And I, I, this doesn't, I'm not coming off as for showing for you, but please, uh, for anyone that's tuning in and maybe just be listening, tell them who you are, what collection you have and how they can follow you and, and, and see your upcoming art and maybe, um, if you want to say your telegram or whatever kind of contacts you have, cause that's the thing too. I want these shows when I do NFT based is I don't want it to necessarily come off as showing, but I want it also to be a way where people can, can, uh, find your, your information, your updates and, and stay, stay uh, in touch it, so to speak. So please. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll go first. And I'm not going to shill Secret Dow too much, but you guys can definitely look us up at uh, on our Twitter and we have everything, every social on there. Um, but really quickly, I just want to say that if you have an NFT community and you're looking to kind of build more utility onto your onto your project, meaning like if you want to create a coin for your for your NFT community or if you want to just have governance, a place to do governance, um, definitely check us out on secretdial.com or our Twitter. It's not just limited to secret, the secret network for right now. Um, it is kind of, but we're definitely doing cross-chain stuff um, really soon. And if it becomes uh, something that's really, really wanted, then we, we could definitely push that up depending on who contacts us. So check us out. Let us know what you, what you guys think. And yeah, well, I, thank you, by the way, Haas, for letting yeah, us on here as well. My pleasure. And, and to tidbit off of that, I'm uh, in their Telegram group and I just, a lot of times I don't really have time to essentially, I guess, technically get involved, but I do go through all the groups and just randomly just read a lot of the conversations and the things that you guys want to do. It's, it's definitely next level. And I would suggest people out there to get involved uh, with that side of it. Cause I know I'm trying to, to, to help. And my, my goal one day in life is to be like, man, I really went all out and and got involved with all these projects and this innovation and i I, maybe one day tell my kids or grandchildren like man your 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 dad or your grandpa like he was at the forefront of of a lot of this innovation whether i'm just doing the dirty work for all the brains or whatever that has you know doing but there's a crypto in general is just evolving so much that it's just it's mind blowing and it's fascinating and and uh, I suggest people out there to get involved one way or another whatever whatever your um, fascination is or whatever your thing is tr- go for it because I think everything is going to be in crypto one way or another like it's just it's just it's going to happen so definitely get involved yeah and then just real quick the last thing I'll say about that is Secret DAO is also governed by our community. So being involved is huge uh, in general for any NFT community out there. Uh, we're a DAO in, our, in itself, so we take everybody's proposals seriously. And definitely you're not falling into deaf ears when, when you're getting involved. So, Thanks for sharing it. Yeah, that's for the secret DAO. I mean, I just joined y'all's Discord already, so you got one new follower, but Man, this stuff is really cool, and and I'll definitely be reaching out because um, people have mentioned to us about setting up a DAO, and you know I'm kind of on the to be honest I'm kind of on the border. I don't know if it's a good idea or not, but the one thing I love about it is the community involvement, and that's what you know part of our our ethos for our project this community and that cosmos in general. But I'll definitely be reaching out. I mean, it's just so interesting and we want to have the community involved as, as much as possible. So thank you all for joining on here. Um, to be honest, I had never heard of you. Uh, I don't mean that as a slide, but um, I, I'm glad I'm glad y'all came on. So thank you all very much. Yeah, thank you. Well, uh, we, we appreciate that for sure. We're fairly new, but we have been getting a bunch of support. So we're looking to ramp up quite a bit. So. And for anyone that's listening right now, that's maybe not a part of the conversation, but they're just like at their home listening and you're like, what the hell is a DAO? 
A DAO is a decentralized autonomous organization. Think of it as like rolls without a roller. Like everyone that's involved is basically the roller, so to speak. And it's it's a fair way of getting involved. And not everyone's going to agree, but that's what's good about voting. You know, you vote and be part of things. And it's it's really powerful. Uh, if the world was a, a, a huge DAO, then a lot of this nonsense that happens in the world wouldn't happen. So, um, you know, it, it would be nice if, if people got involved with it, whether it's an NFT or whatever. But there's DAOs are coming out. They're going to be prevalent for different projects, whether it's NFTs or just um, blockchains and whatever. Just DAOs are going to be huge. So I would definitely get involved with whatever, like I said, whatever you have uh, an eye for, just get involved. Highly recommend it. All right. Does anyone have any last thoughts before I live a normal life for the next uh, six hours before six to eight hours before bed <laughs> and then i'm i'm gonna be in the matrix the next uh six days straight which i i love it but it's nice every once in a while to uh get some fresh air my birthday's coming up my wife's like we should go somewhere uh you know like a cabin with, with no internet i don't know if i could do it my mind i might i might have too much anxiety it's like <laughs> i need crypto but yeah, it's it's nice sometimes to just kind of decompress a little bit because as much as I love crypto, it's like you have to try to at least balance it a little bit to uh, you know stay normal, so to speak. Yo, get out into nature. Yeah, get man. I, I, nature, man. I live in nature, man. I live in the mountains, so like my backyard, I, you know, it's not uncommon for me to have all kind of critters back here: deer, right. I have fox. We, I've seen a hawks the other day a, a huge hawk landed in my tree dude it was so badass and it was oh. just sitting it was just sitting in my tree and i was just watching it for like my wife has like a really good camera she was taking pictures and uh yeah man it's 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 real peaceful so it's a, it's a nice to to kind of get out sometimes i have um since i got involved with basically osmosis i haven't been uh as active i'm a really active person so like i'm trying to get back into it and i'll be doing some traveling and stuff like that soon so it's going to be kind of nice and especially i don't know where everyone's located at but for the most part well where, where i'm at people are just kind of not i guess they were going to say they're just over COVID in general like they're just trying to live normal again and i'm, I'm hoping that's it's not going to be an issue you know people could just live normal and, and not live in fear and just uh, just be safe so to speak so i'm, I'm looking forward to hopefully what we, we're done with all this stuff that's my hope my hope Not okay, to get i agree it. i agree i hope it's over yeah man it's just like i don't know it is what it is at this point like i feel bad that for anyone that was affected and and maybe possibly love lost loved ones and stuff like that but it's no way to live man to to have children just like all because it, it, it's different for kids nowadays they already live in like fear as it is and they know they don't technically live free you know when i was a kid just uh go outside and come home whenever and you know you got busted up you fell down you got scrapes you climbed fences you fell out of trees like whatever kids now it's just like they're so sheltered and then now, now they got to go to school and where you know, some of them have to just wear a mask all day it's just i feel i do i feel terrible for for this and i hope that this ends soon whether um you know it happens or happens. I, I just hope it does for all for all over the world. It's just want people to be able to live their life, man. I just really do. Yeah, I agree. You know, that's all I wish. Yeah.
but I, I appreciate everyone that stopped by. This was like awesome. The, the NFT chat was cool. I know it was like last week really didn't have NFTs on my show on Sunday, but uh, I, I find the NFT chatter to be very uh, rewarding and I, I, I enjoy it because I'm, I'm not going to pretend that I'm some expert on NFT. So it kind of gives me a time to just like sit back a little bit and just listen to people that are really involved with projects and you can just hear their passion through their words. And obviously through their art, you can see it as well. So it's really, it's inspiring. So just wanted to end that on that. I'm glad everyone stopped by. And um, again, if you ever have any questions and you want to ask and you don't feel like speaking, please reach out to any of us. And then we're always here to help. So thank you so much. And it's, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to next week speaking to you guys. Take care. Thank you. The social media sites too, as well, if anybody else has follow-up questions. So thank you, everybody. Yeah, for sure. Hit everyone up, follow each other, and uh, you know, take care, everyone. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was IBC Gang Sundays with Cosmos Haas NFTs, Metaverse, Alpha, all that stuff. Recorded on Sunday, March 6th, 2022. This episode of The Ether was brought to you by Talus. Talus Protocol is the NFT platform for independent artists on Terra. Talus helps to provide artists with the tools and resources needed to transition from traditional art into the NFT world. With their V1 launch coming soon, Talus will be the place to see real-world art reflected on Terra. Be sure to join their Telegram and follow Talus on Twitter for updates on their roadmap, validator, and other Talus news. Find your next favorite artist on talus.art. This episode of The Ether was also brought to you by Luart. Luart is the first gamified NFT platform built on the Terra network. Luart provides a seamless minting and trading experience, all while earning you rewards just for being a user. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the community in the Discord server for the most up-to-date news and announcements regarding all the hot new NFT launches, platform upgrades, and new projects hitting the secondary marketplace. Are you ready to put your helmet on and join the movement? Find out more at luart.io. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. I'm running out the gate, rapping, step up to the plate. Represent the base when I'm rapping out my fate. Used to play ball, now I'm sitting on the bench like a mitt, like to play dumb, so you can't tell me shit. Never gonna get me like a raise in your 50s, and if we go drifting, you better whip it swiftly. I'm on empty, feeling peppy enough to do a fucking barrel roll. Running out of air like this planet isn't terraformed. Looking terrible, like you need a breath. Getting cancer from these wearables, feeling kinda blessed. Tracking everywhere we go, where we're far slow. Here we are, so I guess we put the terror in the art show I'm not a leader but I'll lead a few misleader while the creature comfort certified up in this teacher feeling like a tenure isn't even needed taking all that hunger trying to feed it learning how to love life before we get defeated Divided by the past, can't fight the facts, rhyming fast like
cutting it round. In fact, a little backhand should straighten up these little rats. You better pay attention to the dude that's spitting facts. Everybody likes to rap about how they got no attachments. Straight abandoned in the back of some shitty shack. Learn how to eat from watching dogs fight over trash. If you think I'm crass, brash, being a little ass, I'm feeling a little bashful about bringing the illest back. It's like the virus brought the violence from the lowest to the highest, and we all got super quiet like the Mayans. And I don't even know where the fuck we go from here. A bunch of long hairs, growing beards, not showing fear. One step forward, taking two steps back, and pray to your mother we don't hit a crack. Spaces. Spaces.